0: Small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can use it Fun he can prove it. Well, a away, a away,
1: a hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Watson. And joining us tonight, actually two people are sitting around the table. I'll introduce our our guest co-host first he's been here before this is third time here he spent most of this year colluding in russia this is uh alexi lawless how you doing alexi
2: gentlemen and soon to be ladies here when you introduce her
1: and the concert wife has also stopped by because uh she's kind of an alexi lawless stalker so this is uh suzanne it's uh,
2: mutual stalking
1: suzanne dillingham hello talk right in there hello No, Suzanne actually just uh, happened to be down here. And I said, oh, we're recording with Alexi. And she's like, "Uh, can I come over and sit in on that? And I said, yeah, we're doing a Brian Adams episode. And she goes, well, I do like Alexi. (laughs) (laughs) There
2: could be a
3: lot
1: of that. Yeah.
2: I I, I fear or maybe not so much fear. I
1: I love that shirt. You do? It's a nice shirt. I will
2: tell you. I don't know who makes it, but at some point I will. Not this robe, but I'll
1: figure it out for you. you you'll tell us what, what the brand is the and brand. where we can get it. Exactly. All right. I thought you were going to say at some point I'll give you all one.
2: It's a little, <laughs> it's a little uh, denim on dem- denim type of thing, which is yeah, I like Some it, circles of faux pas, but
1: it's it depends on the shade of your of your jean if that's going to work or not.
2: Right. This is a darker.
1: It's a darker denim.
2: Yeah, darker. Yeah. Well,
1: you'll see. We'll take a picture with Alexei. Okay. You'll see it. I didn't um, come here for denim talk. Yeah, that's what people would say. Oh, they talked about Alexi shirt for 20 minutes. Uh, so you were in Russia, and yes. I was asking you off mic, and then you go, why don't we talk on mic? And I said, that's a good broadcasting technique. So <laughs> uh, Russia for six weeks.
2: Yes, I talk about soccer for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, I have for a number of years, mm-hmm. and this past summer, for those that don't uh, follow up soccer or sports in general, the World Cup, the Men's World Cup yes. happened in Russia. Uh, I work for Fox Sports. We broadcast it. So for about six weeks, uh, myself and all my colleagues were in Moscow okay. broadcasting day in and day out. It was a, a Groundhog Day type of experience. Best Groundhog Day <laughs> you've ever ever I had bet. if you're a soccer person like I am. And uh, I, had, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Russia. Nope. I have never been to Russia. Yeah. And this was my first time. So for me, it was incredible to do this compare and contrast with growing up in the 70s and 80s and the You know, the whole war games and red dawn type of image that you have of it and to see what lived up and what what didn't. Uh, I have now been to Russia. I am in no hurry to go back. Uh, The people (laughs) were wonderful. They were on their best behavior. But I got this feeling and uh, given current events, um, this might this, this, this might ring true there was this sense of uh, lawlessness uh, mm-hmm. right under the surface in danger alexi the- alexi lawlessness yes exactly <laughs> uh, right right on un- right under the surface and i got the feeling that as soon as the last plane left with all the world cup people yeah it returned to this Wild West type okay. of uh, environment, even yeah. in, a, in a very cosmopolitan and wonderful uh, area like um, uh, Moscow.
1: But you felt safe in everything when you were there.
2: Yeah, we had security and, and all that kind <laughs> and of so stuff. And so They s- made a point of telling us that they, for the World Cup, had banned guns in, oh, uh, in Moscow, terrific. which was nice of yeah, them, I nice. Yeah, Putin had it locked down. Now,
1: <laughs> now, when you're, uh, you said that your uh, wife and kids came for a little yes. bit, were they also under uh, security details?
2: Yes. yes, we had people protecting us. In
1: no, in no time, you, you, were you worried about your wife and children?
2: No, not about them.
1: Okay, no. good. You are. Um, I love to watch you. I was at. I was at a car wash one day, and they had the game. They had the game on. I'm like, ah, oh, there's Alexi. And you're you're kind of. Is it okay to say you're kind of a divisive personality? Yes. People I, love you. Yes. Or they, or they, or they might not.
2: They don't. Well, I mean, if, <laughs> they I, don't. It, it's a I think. because you're outspoken. I that's my job is to yeah. have opinions. Yeah. Uh and, and, and you I do. recognized long ago that if I go and try to please everybody, I, I end Can't up pleasing it. nobody. Mm-hmm. And that that is certainly not my job to please everybody. No. I, I don't want people not to like me right, or right, say right. mean things to no me, one, whether no it does in no person one wants that. Uh, or walking down the street or on Twitter or anything like yeah. that. I don't court that. Right. But there is I think a, a certain sense inside of of and, you know, for from for a music person you'll you'll get this um this this punk ethos, this Spit at me, and I'll be on stage. Right, right, right. And whether you like me or not, they're they're eliciting a reaction. Yeah. I do get off on that. I will admit to that. Yeah. But uh, I, and I also recognize that I'm a performer, and entertainer, and right. Right in what I do. But in no way does that mean that what I say isn't genuine, or truthful, or right. honest, or authentic.
1: Yeah, you're um, not making it up to no, get a rise no, no. out of people. That's no, your true no. opinion.
2: But in my business, as in your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you say something is as important as what you say because right. especially there's a visual aspect and obviously an audio aspect of it and so the words that you choose to say you're performing here tonight just like anybody else and it's okay it's not mm-hmm. a dirty word to say you're an entertainer or performer.
1: Yeah. yeah i can edit my words if i want to after the fact
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're live. live you're out there it's going out to everyone yeah
1: uh and you, your colleagues you guys all get along you guys have fun or is it just you're on you're on air and then when you're off air you go your separate ways like when you're in moscow did you guys hang out and have yeah, a beer yeah
2: yeah because they're the people that you're working with yeah. but yeah, you're there six weeks and yeah that's a
1: long it's time it's a long time it's a that's long time it's
2: yeah, a long time and they would get sick of me i would get sick of them if we did mm-hmm. things constantly every night and you're and you're tired and you just want to get to bed and did, start up
1: what did you uh what did you do to keep yourself sane when with whatever downtime you might have
2: had I, I had no downtime worked every single day and uh um, so, so, you know, you, you sleep, you drink, <laughs> you, you establish, you establish a ritual. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, cause people ask me all the time cause I've done these so many times. Yeah. So the young ones will come to me and say, what should I do? What should I do? I said, well, the quicker you can establish a ritual, uh, and a routine, mm-hmm. the better off you're going to be and try not to deviate even at times where it might be enticing to deviate from And It doesn't mean you don't have fun and yeah. you Don't doing do different things, but sticking to that ritual will keep you sane and also keep you healthy because that's the most important thing. Because inevitably what happens in one of these big major tournaments is somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's going to get sent home. Somebody's going to have their heart broken. Somebody's going to fall in love. Somebody's going to fall out of love. All of these different things. It's this microcosm of life and in a really intense environment with men and women working day in and day day out and stressed and tired and all that kind of stuff. And that makes for some interesting stories. You're that come talking out much about. Later.
1: You're talking about the whole production team. Yes, this is what whole. happens.
2: So it's not just the talent that yeah. they call it. Like you
1: didn't fall in love with any of your on-air talent.
2: No, And if I, d- if I did, that's long over, you know, because my wife came right at the end. Right. So.
1: Uh, and what did the kids do? What did they do for fun? What did they do? What did they see? Well, so
2: our, our set was, was, right, was right in Red Square. Okay. I mean, right in Red Square with the Basilica right behind us and the Kremlin right behind us mm. and everything. So that was obviously very, very cool. As a matter of fact...
1: Well, now, Tom Cruise blew the Kremlin up in uh, they Mission rebuilt it. They did rebuild it. Yeah, they okay, rebuilt good.
2: it. It was like the Death know. Star in okay. that we thought it was completely blown <laughs> up, and yet when they really came back, it they looked like it. there was just All kind right. of holes. Cool, you know. So, so they rebuilt it. It looks gorgeous. Uh, repainted Terrific. it, um, and so they, they saw that. As a matter of fact, I saw Duff McKagan once while I was walking through Red Square because Guns was was playing in Moscow while we were doing it. Did you, get I, I to, you
1: didn't get to go though. I didn't, I didn't oh. get to go.
2: I was working. I, was I working, know. So did you say hi to him or did you see? No, him? I was I was a little starstruck.
1: I saw Duff when I first moved out here. I was driving uh, down Laurel Canyon, and uh, I passed I passed him. And I looked, and we made eye contact. And then he sped up. And then I don't know how he did this without wrecking. He rolled his window down and stuck his head like the whole way out the driver's side and looked back. He's going forward. He's looking back at me, and he just gave me a nod, like, "Yep, I'm Duff." Wow, I know. But I was like,
2: with his long neck.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, he does have a very long, skinny neck. neck." He's a very. I'm like, you're gonna wreck. Oh skinny guy.
2: He looked like Duff McKagan walking through.
1: He looks great now since his uh, whatever was some one of his organs was going to explode, and that's when he got. I I remember that everyone was like, "Ooh, that's because he used to." If you look at some of those old live videos, he's all bloated. He's a mess, mess. and now he's like a a thin, handsome dude. Good for you, Duff. Stay off the juice. That's what we're saying. All right. So here's what we're doing. You and I were originally going to do a John Bon Jovi, a Bon Jovi episode, right? And we'll still do that down the road. Sure i can't think of anyone else that would do it with
2: me he merits it right I he mean, merits it okay. he's yeah. in the rock
1: and roll hall of yeah. fame and he'll certainly tell you that he sure. is <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh my friend john Lamro, he just did an episode of his uh podcast called the hustle, the hustle. and he had uh keith scott on and uh, i listened to that episode because I-, I wanted to hear some uh, brian adams stuff and you listened to it also yep. and were we tweeting or were we facebook posting or whatever we were both tweeting back and forth. And then I'm like, oh, I had no idea that oh, I yeah. would find someone to do a Brian Adams love, episode with.
2: I love Brian Adams. And yeah. as you listen to this tonight, um, or today, or wherever you are, yeah. um, th- that should be kind of a companion piece because a lot of the stuff... That, that that you're talking about mm-hmm. and that we are talking yeah. about he gets into much more depth and it's just a wonderful podcast this is, this yeah, particular one was great yeah it, it was a are, great one even if you don't like brian i to be quite honest it was really interesting to hear that perspective
1: i agree it's like when i used to when i used to uh when bob costas had his uh what was his show called late was it later with bob mm-hmm. costas yep. Yep. it didn't matter who the guest was i would always watch and it didn't matter if it was someone that i didn't know of or, or it didn't you that's know that's the sweet spot if yeah. you can get to it yeah and um he would have sp- sports figures on and I'm like I really don't know who that is but and it was he made it interesting so well, it we're gonna try great. to do
2: that here tonight with well,
1: Brian. We'll, try. we'll try it'll be easy early on and then it'll be a little oh, more yeah. difficult as we but that's the get case in. with
2: a lot of these I yes. mean, we, we yeah. did the uh, the Def Leppard yeah. one so.
1: got so much flack for not uh, sticking up for the song Wasted oh. I got so many emails people like how could you just you back down? It. You completely fold I, I go. I don't know. I agree. you was respectful
2: right. to the to the guests. I was which being was me, respectful. I, the I more
1: came, you're here, I the less respect hot, you're going to
2: get. I, I came in hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> and you're, you're going to die. You, uh, you're you're going to die on the kids. <laughs> the kids want a rock hill, aren't you? That's what's uh, going to happen. <laughs>
1: All you. Right. And you made fun of me for so many of my uh, of, of uh, excuse me, Suzanne. Some of the pussier uh, Def Leppard songs that I liked. And so I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to uh, what you pick as we get deep in here. Cause some of these Brian Adams songs uh,
2: are, are you uh, anticipating some, excuse me, excuse me, some, some pussy esque type of picks
1: here. Is yeah, that what's happening po- Possibly. So, I don't know.
2: All right. We got five minutes in. We all got right.
1: pussy going. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to say? Something else? Forget what it was. That's good broadcasting. Not knowing what you're going to say.
2: Uh, well, anyway, we, yeah, the, yeah. the tweet came. Yeah, the tweet, we uh, were yes. going back and forth, and we, we both oh, listened I to I know what I was going to and-
1: say. Uh, so, yeah, like Alexi said, even if you're not a Brian Adams fan, listen to, to John's show. And John has a lot of people on that you might not know of, but give it a whirl, because there's, there's a Rupert Hine episode that's great. I mean, there's just some great stuff. He really digs deep and and it's really fun so okay so the tweeting's going on so the tweeting's
2: going on and I I immediately it's like catnip to me because it's it's Brian Adams and I I I love Brian Adams Uh, I will get that out there right now not all Brian Adams but I love a lot of uh, Brian Adams and so they were talking about a song that we will discuss later on in -hmm. the the show okay and so I I immediately tweeted back with my favorite version of it the live version of it, the acoustic version of it the uh, three-piece version of it and all that kind of stuff so uh, there was already a connection there, and immediately I got a text from you saying, "Hey, let's do uh, let's Brian, do Brian Adams. Adams." This has been—you've been harboring this for a while now.
3: Well, there's
1: what? a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of artists that I like, but I just can't think of any. There's no one in my rotating cast that will do those, and uh, so it's nice when I find someone.
2: What's like, another one that, that you have a tr- you would have trouble coming up with? Like,
1: um, well, like I just did. A, we just recorded a, a Stevie Nicks episode. I don't know if that'll air before this or after this, but uh, I didn't really know anyone in my core that would like that. Like Suzanne and I are gonna do a Rod Stewart episode cause we love Rod Stewart. Sure, And I wanna do it with someone that's really passionate about the artist. I don't want someone to just go, yeah, yeah, I like some Brian Adams songs. I don't want that person. Right. I want someone that goes, oh yeah, I know all the stuff. So that was Christine Blackburn. She's a huge Stevie Nicks fan and, um, and it was great. We had so much fun, so.
2: Well, what about, I don't know, uh, Loverboy? Would you find, would you have a hard time finding somebody that would do Loverboy? Yeah, yes. I'm your man.
1: I, I would have a hard time finding someone at this table that would do. It. No, I know <laughs> I love Loverboy too. And I would definitely do that. All right. I've been promised that, that I can get, that I can have, um, uh, uh, Oh my God. Why am I drawing such a blank? Mike Reno on this show sometime. Really? So that's why I'm, I've been waiting on Loverboy. What a, what a voice. Yeah. God. And, uh, so that's why, that's why I'm not going to give you Loverboy yet. If, that's if fine. Mike Reno that's can fine. talk about that's, it, that's, because he might know more than us. It's possible. It's <laughs> possible. Um, all right, so here we go. Enough with the Canadians. By the way, Brian Adams and Loverboy had the same management back in the day. There you go. So, and uh and, right, here we go. And he wrote something for. Before us. we start, though, uh, you have a new album out. I do. Yes, it's called Sunshine. It is. You sent to, this to Suzanne and I before I it was even released, I did. I and I you did. like. I don't know if you wanted uh, us to critique it or give you no, notes on No, I definitely it. didn't want you to critique it. No, <laughs> but absolutely I, not. I think <laughs> that one of the things I said to you is I would like it if there was one more song yes. and then to put the Christmas song at the end. Yes. That's what happened. It is what happened. Was that because of my email? Well, or did you have that in your there's, head?
2: There's only two or three people that actually listen to my music, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I'm counting my mother. Um, and you, you, guys are, you guys are a couple of them. And so <laughs> when I find them, I hold them near and dear and right, I never good. let them go. And... Um, uh, so yeah, so when oh, I was putting it together, and I know you guys had, had listened to this and different stuff, and you've been wonderful in mm-hmm. terms of promoting and all Thank that you. kind of stuff. Um, so I, oh, I so I sent it to you guys, and you did you did say that, and uh, this 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 it did you know you know how we hear sometimes when artists say we just you know went back and uh, Janie Lane I remember said we need another song, so I wrote Cherry Pie. I did not go back and write <laughs> Cherry, Cherry Pie, Pie right. or anything like that, <laughs> but I needed another up tempo song, and you were right in that I went back and looked at it. it uh, and it just made me t- have another look over it. Uh, oh, cool! And uh, now you said, "Don't put the uh, Christmas song at the." Uh, you wanted it in the in in the uh, in the middle. That's what uh, you said,
4: Suzanne. I did. Yeah, I thought it would have been fun. That's a, that Turn song is off. so great. It is. <laughs> it so is much a great fun song. That it would have fit anywhere on that album.
1: See, I always just feel like if there's a Christmas song on a, on a, on an album that's not a Christmas album, you just tack that on it.
4: Then. Yeah, and I that's think you mine. should. But see, that Do then I different. then I
2: worried that is it, is it good that my three people like this song? Yeah. Um, because it's a Christmas song or is it that good that I actually should have written alternate lyrics and actually had it as a song? So I don't, I don't know.
1: It's no, it's, it's good as a song. It's not just good as a Christmas song. It's a good song. And by the way, I do like, I do like your music. If I didn't like your music, no. I'd, I'd be like, Oh Christ, I hope he doesn't want to talk know. about exactly. that music today. I, I, know. I, gonna bring that I appreciate album that. I
2: appreciate But um, as, as we see, say each and every time I, I've been doing music for as long as I've been involved in sports and doing sure. all the other things. It's a, a labor of love. I'm not here to sell millions of uh, albums. Right. Uh, I put out an album probably every couple of years now. Um, I write and I record and and uh, and then I put it out and people buy it. People don't buy it. Uh, yeah, people listen to it. People don't. It's it's something that I love to do and I recognize that because of who I am as a, as in, in the sports world, right? It, it doesn't have to be good. It has to be even better just to be good. So yeah, it has to it be does, because people are going. Uh, it's uh, look a long at history. this long guy, history. right? Yep, exactly.
1: But the album's called Sunshine. Yep. Uh, great summer album a it's great. A summer it's that's a summer what we album. tried to do feels it feels like, like i always say christmas song <laughs> you want to you want to roll the windows down and drive down the 101 and exactly. crank this out so let's do. hear let's hear a couple of these before we get into brian adams let's start with i think this is track one on the album this is summer song Summertime. oh is that your daughter it may be all right Suzanne was singing along. I got to get Brian Adams in here so we can do an Alexi Lawless episode.
2: Nice. That would be
1: good. That would <laughs> that's, be track good. That's, that's track two. That's track two. I'm taking the order that he sent them to us. I think that's how it that was. W-
2: that would have been track one until you gave me your feedback, yeah. mm-hmm. and therefore I had to go back and create a opening track. Like right, cherry pie. So, right, Like cherry pie. Exactly.
3: <laughs> By the way,
1: Alexi also brought uh, four copies and uh, signed them, so we'll be giving those away in conjunction with this episode and uh i think this is one that you really liked we talked about this was perfect crime
4: i think that might be my favorite
1: all right let's hear perfect crime Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, I got one more. Let's do one more, just to give people a nice taste of this, so they go and they buy it. Amazon, iTunes, all the places. Very nice. This one's called In the Sun. I think that's my favorite this one i like that one a lot i just like the the change there when it just picks up and then it starts to rock Dynamics. do you play do you play all the instruments on this do you play the drums uh
2: no i don't play the drums so i get i have some people that help me uh, which are wonderful and uh you know i write them all mm-hmm. i demo them all yeah. out uh and then some of it we use just nowadays mm-hmm. you can do stuff yeah um and some of it we redo if we feel that it
1: okay and who sings these Who sings for the band?
2: That would be me. Oh my god.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh the the album's called Sunshine. You can get it everywhere. And we will uh promote it again before we leave. And um I love it. It's a great album. Thank you very much. It's really good. And uh it's very, you know, like, you know, I know you like Rick Springfield. It's very that's what it makes me that's what it makes me feel like. Just straight ahead pop. Rock yeah. type of songs that... Uh, if you're like 30 years younger than Bruce, uh, Bruce Springsteen. No, that's what my mom would say, Rick Springfield. They call me Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need to go first today. I'm going to tell you why I need okay. to go first. Normally, I would let you go first, but uh-huh. I, I'm going to go first because you didn't have a song from the band called Sweeney Todd. Oh, you're really going to do this? I'm going to play one. All right. 1977, 16, I think he's 16-year-old Brian Adams replaces Nick Gilder in this band called Sweeney Todd and uh you would think well he doesn't sound like nick gilder but i don't know what they did maybe his voice was didn't have any rasp to it at this point
2: this is not part of brian adams uh discography right i mean mm, o- official not really okay, this no is, this it's this is... the
1: sweeney todd discography all right this is all right go ahead this is called uh, it's from the album if wishes were horses this is called pushing and shoving
0: She handles like a model tea, so get her in high gear. She can't stay here with me. In time, she'll be in the front row and she'll try to
1: Sweeney Todd. Okay, now who's singing? That's Brian Adams. No.
2: Yeah. No. Yes. Are you sure? You 100% sure? I'm 100% sure,
1: sure that's Brian Adams singing. Yes. All right. <laughs> he
2: didn't just join Sweeney Todd at the end after they had already recorded it and became
1: No,
5: no. That no. said he co-wrote that song. Yeah. Doesn't mean he sang it. With okay. Good All right. Okay. Well, they, I'm not they,
2: challenging you on the I,
5: first song or anything. It's, it's, I, I, it's I, a, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Personnel, Brian Adams' vocals. Okay.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Uh, it's amazing, of, isn't it? In, yeah, I know. It is crazy. Yeah. Now, in in uh, 2018, people might say, why don't you do a Brian Adams episode? And let me tell you something. His most recent album called Get Up was released in 2015. This thing went top. It went to number 99 in the US. But let me tell you, in Canada, number eight. Australia, number six. Germany uh number three uh norway no 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 sweden number nine switzerland number one in the uk it went to number two so all over the world this guy's still a big deal even though you know and he still packs him in when he tours in the u.s but as far as the record buying public these countries are still purchasing these brian adams yeah we're gonna
2: gonna, we'll probably talk more about the arc of brian adams but it does mirror others uh that went one way or the other you know in the way that whether it's a Def Leppard or Bon Joey, for example, yeah. that saw the way the way the music was working, and they recognized their ability to appeal globally was yeah. huge. Uh, they had good management. They had uh, people involved, obviously, that saw around the corner, and cert- and certainly that helped. So just because U.S. wasn't buying it yes. the way that they were the world, they recognized and respected the fact that there's a whole other world out there that wants. In this case, Brian yeah. Brian Adams you know,
1: probably you know. the copies that sold uh, that you and I bought uh, pushed him up to number ninety nine in the U.S. That's it now i will let you start with the self-titled album released in 1980 called brian adams
2: okay so uh this is this would be going back for me in that i did i was not introduced to brian adams on this album but if i'm listening to this album um and it's not sweeney todd so um so the first song off of brian adams would be don't you say it and i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh, uh, when we're talking about these songs Mm -hmm sometimes they remind me of other things there's a, there a song uh, from John Cougar it, at that point he was John Cougar on yeah. one of his real early albums um, titled John Cougar called Miami and all these artists that were around those late 70s they obviously had this disco type of beat and, and, yes. and influence and if you go back and listen to them inevitably there are one or multiple songs on their early albums especially when they didn't have control that, uh, that sound like this.
1: His voice is kind of high there.
2: But not as high as the Sweeney Todd no, stuff. No, no,
1: he's really pushing um, it on
2: that. But it's got a, a, a solid gold era, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Marilyn McCoo or Dionne De- Warwick kind of introducing <laughs> him singing that to the solid gold dancers. He didn't, but that's the way it sounds.
1: And he was born in 59. So how old would he have been in 1980? 21. 21. That's amazing. 21. All right, my first song from the self-titled Brian Adams album is called... And I think, who was, the, who was the woman? Hartman. Lisa Hartman, I think, recorded a version of this. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is called, she was an actress. Not slanting? Not, 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 not slanting. She was something like Maybe that, right? not, I think she's married to Clint Black. She's Lisa Hartman Black now. Oh, wow. But this is a song called Hiding From Love. Think of that suzanne Did you ever hear that before
4: i've never heard that before but i do like it yeah it's good you like it i do
1: also at this time he is already <laughs> writing with adams you don't like that song <laughs> it's poppy it's very it of is, the times
2: yeah it's it's uh, once again on the flip side after the commercial we're coming back to solid gold yes with it so it's
1: he is a, he's writing with jim valent at this point yep. because they uh they do six of the nine songs or co-writes with adams and Valance. just putting that out there. <laughs> Just like nothing more to add. That's it. Mr. Valance is going to play uh, loom large uh, on this show. Absolutely, as he should. So what's uh, what's your next one? You got another one? I know you
2: do. My next one is a song called um, "Remember," uh, and once again on the same album. Remember, this is coming out in 1980, and the the version that we are going to hear off the album is much more subdued because when he did this live and he would kick off his shows, there's a great uh, YouTube. uh, concert video from germany and uh they would start the show with this so picture them coming out uh, and starting the show a few years later when they were actually playing full long shows here it's called remember all right
1: Do we agree that that's probably the best song on the album? It's good, and that's good. the and that's the song that gives you a little hint of what's going to happen.
2: It's uh, and it was on side two. It was the seventh song yeah. of the nine songs. So they in the moment didn't feel that it was appropriate. No, they kind of buried it deep. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and you've seen uh, Brian Adams in concert many, many years ago. Oh, I
2: feel like, yeah. Did they tour Def Leppard? Uh, did Brian Adams tour? Def yeah, Leppard? they
1: did. A, they did a they did a tour of uh, Minor League Baseball. That's parks. exactly where I saw. And you drove way out to that? No, I was, where was I where were you? I was
2: living in San Jose, uh, up in uh, Northern California. Okay, so.
1: yeah, I drove way out to uh, see him. And I forget what the minor league ballpark was, but we, um friend I was with, he re- we ran into a couple, com- we ran into a comedian, Nick's, uh, Nick uh, Swardstin, is that how you say it?
5: Swardstin? Yeah.
1: and we saw uh, Nick was with David Spade, but we don't know David Spade, but we talked to Nick Swartzton and we were like, wow, the traffic getting out here was really bad, wasn't it? He's like. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't it was that bad. And we're like, no, it was horrible getting out here. And he's like, we didn't drive. And we're like, what do you mean you didn't drive? He goes, uh, David rented a helicopter. He sure. helicoptered out here. It's rough. Like, Get away from us. <laughs> Jerks.
6: You don't know what it's um, like.
1: First time I saw Brian Adams, he opened for Journey on the Frontiers Tour. And well, promoting I. Promoting what album? What? Uh, Cuts Like a Knife. Okay. And uh, I. Before I think, it broke. Yeah. Huge? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't even really know if I knew. Maybe one song, but he came out and he was so amazing that I thought, Oh, Journey's gonna have a tough time. They didn't, but I thought they were going to because he was a ball of energy, he was all over the place and just selling it, using his time. and Journey gave him a lot of the stage to use. A lot of times, the opener you know, it's curtained off and they don't get to go, yeah, many places. But such a dick move, such a
4: dick
2: move. I get it, you know, from a maybe it's a smart move into a certain, but it's not. I mean, no,
1: yeah. Um, I know this the story Managers. is that when Def Leopard was opening for Billy Squire that um Oh yeah. Maybe Billy should have curtained a lot of the stage <laughs> off because that did not go well. All and, right. and sound. They give him less sound. They give him that, less that, sound that, too.
2: That, that, that even makes less sense.
1: Yeah, that's really a dick move. Yeah. All right, we move on. Uh, this is one of my favorite Brian Adams album covers. I just like he looks so cool in this album cover. It's called well, Hold on, R- let's go to the, you know,
2: the arbiter of uh
1: good album oh, oh yeah covers. album covers what do you think of this <laughs> um it's all right it's he's, fine it's got a you got a wait are you kidding me look at that cover look how great he looks yeah wait you don't like it alexia i can't get a read it's,
2: it's a horrible album cover
1: i think that's i, think, I that, think it's of the time is
5: is my thing like i can't he's yeah. just in a he's got, got shoulder jacket. pads i mean well it's also 1981 i, I, I
2: understand yeah. i understand
5: but you know
1: I'd move move that font a little more to the left. (laughs) Instead of having
2: it touch his shoulder? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm I'm always looking for a spot where where they can sign. So that would be right in there. Oh, this is a good signing album. This is a good signing album. My Brian Adams autograph is the worst. I'm going to swear. The worst fucking thing you've ever seen. He wrote Pat and he wrote 2012. And then his name... There's no letters that are discernible. It's like it's like he drew seagulls in the sky. Yeah, you know when you're when kids draw like <laughs> right. birds in the sky? There's no B, there's no A. It's right. like it was like he was punking me. If you, if you yeah. sign
2: a lot of autographs, you should at least be able to make out the first letter of each name. So yes, B A. You should be able to see the B A. You yeah. can't even see that?
1: No, no. I, I, I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to text it to you later because it's. You, and you, it's you, won't, a, you won't even believe it. It's on cuts like a knife. It's on cuts like a knife. And it's right across. And he signed across all the black. Oh, really? With a black pen. Just <laughs> fucking Brian Adams. Just it was not because I was with you. Yeah, and there were a lot of people and he was like, "No, don't take my picture. No, no picture, didn't want pictures." Yeah, he no, just no. immediately
5: yells, "No, no pictures no before pictures. we even see
1: him. Before we even see him." <laughs> and uh, and we and Pam Anderson walked out right before he came out. She didn't yell so, no picture. Pictures. Did we didn't know? even realize it was her until she passed and someone goes, "That was Pam Anderson." I'm like, "What? <laughs> How did we miss that?" But yeah, I'll I'll send you a picture of it. But anyway, okay, here we go. You want it? You got it.
2: All right. Are you going first on this one?
1: No, no, you're going you're going to go first. Oh, one okay. One. And remember was the song I had also?
2: So. You did have remember. I had okay, remember. Also. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, Lonely Nights. I have it also.
1: Yes. I mean, it's it's a great song. It's in my top 5 Brian Adams songs. I love it so much.
2: It's also and I'm going to talk much more about the um the the the, the way that they constructed their verses. Uh, sometimes for me the verses made the song. And and a lot of times even some of the songs that I'm going to pick here mm-hmm. The only thing that I like, and the best part of it, is the actual verses as opposed to the chorus. There's certainly plenty of times where they're both great. Yeah. But you can see some of the the way that they construct their verses, which are really, really cool, um, and really sound good. Yeah. In and of themselves, they sound good.
1: And this sounds like Brian Adams. This
2: sounds like yes. Yeah. Now you're starting to to hear a little bit of a, a formula, not a bad, in a, not in a bad way. But. No.
1: So good. so good i love that song so much so so and that uh, that kicks off the album yes so smart
2: yeah that now now we're now we're talking you're yeah not, you're not burying it like uh well, no, tonight
1: right was exactly. was
2: buried on the other album
1: and we got some uh members of the uh at that time the hall and oats band mickey curry and yep. ge smith yeah. and mickey curry curry actually plays with brian he plays with him tours with him to this day
2: he sees this is going to be a good gig and yeah, yeah. And he makes the jump
1: yeah. How nice would it be to, to, to go from uh, Hall & Oates and then to Brian, especially in the 80s not when they're, they're not, both
2: big. Not bad at all. This no. is So this is when Brian Adams first comes on my radar. I grew up in Detroit. Uh, I grew up in the suburbs of Detroit, and so I'm listening to WRIF mm-hmm. and WLLZ. And we had a huge influence, uh, obviously because of the proximity with Canada. And so Canadian culture, Canadian music, right. Canadian everything uh, was, was more prevalent than, than it would be other places. And so... Uh, I can remember hearing, um, what was it? Uh, Fits You Good, which is not, not a song that I picked. but I didn't pick it either. Uh, it, it, was one of the, it was one of the singles, basically. But it was yeah. a very minor type of single. And I remember hearing it on the radio. And that was back in the time, back before you were born, Kyle, when uh, <laughs> we didn't have the internet. And we certainly didn't have uh, lyrics at our disposal. And so we had to figure them out. I remember hearing Fits You Good and thinking it was uh, Fix You Girl. <laughs> and going and singing fix, "Fix You," girl, which I don't know what the hell that, that would mean. The same thing happened with I thought Panama was "Let It Rock," but you would do these things until you finally understood what what they right. were saying. Because all it just it came would take out years, years. You never know. Oh my God, that's that's exactly yeah. what happened. So Brian Adams now comes on my radar for uh, for that song, but that is not the uh, song that I pick. What do you got?
1: Uh, my song, my other song is called "Don't Look Now." he's still not quite rocking on some of these songs yet. You know what I mean? There's still a little I don't know 80s cheese in there. It's just he's not hasn't found the sound yet on some songs, not on that one. You like that song? I do like that song. Yeah. I don't like I don't like this this I don't like this album that much. I think it has some a couple of good tracks, so right. but I do I don't mind that song. Okay. I like that and I like Wasted. <laughs> I like both of those songs, 100%. You,
3: you're going to fight over this one. That's great. <laughs> Wasted from death left. I will
1: not fight over this song, but there are songs I would fight. I, if you if you told me you didn't like Lonely Nights, we would we'd have to no, fight.
2: No, no, we'd no, we're, we're, we're in agreement. No we're no, in, yeah. no. sensible human being or one with, with would, ears. We, yes, we would work, not like Lonely Nights. We would not like Lonely Nights, exactly. And yet
1: Lonely Nights did not, it was released as a single. It didn't chart, it didn't even chart in Canada. Really? Yeah, but it charted here, Eighty went to number 84 in the U.S., How did that not catch on? Well, America. We we understand
2: quality, right? We will take other people's quality and we will
1: prop it up if you're you're not going to. What is your second song from Uh, You Want It, You Got
2: It? My second song from You Want It, You Got It is a song called Tonight. And it is, just before you hear it, it is, um, I love, once again, I love the verses of this, maybe even Mm -hmm. more so than the choruses. If you do ever listen to this song, listen to the whole thing, because as much as I like this song, it goes into this absolutely ridiculous uh length it should have been about half as long Mm -hmm. and brian adams does some vocal stuff here that it seems like they left brian in the control room anybody that had any type of semblance of an ear or or any type of control (laughs) left the control room and they just let the tape go on and it's just this vamp and this vocal vamp all the way through at times when it it, it should have stopped we're not going to (laughs) hear hear that you can if you really want to get deep you can go check it out but i still like the song and i really like the uh, verses
1: Very ballsy to name your album. Album, you want it, you got it. Because I got to be honest, people did not want it yet. They didn't. <laughs> they did not want it yet. So,
2: and, and uh, there, the the story goes that so much so that he was going to uh, name it. Uh, uh, we haven't heard of Brian Adams either. Or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something like that. The, the record company wouldn't let him do that. Uh, so because But I heard of it, and I like. Yeah, I, I liked that uh, song. And now you're starting to see also um, Keith Scott, who we mentioned. The guitarist, longtime guitarist yes. for uh, Brian Adams, wonderful jangly uh, guitar and really upfront, uh, as it is in a portion of uh, of the Brian Adams catalog, but I a really honest. important he, part.
1: I got to be honest, I'm looking at the. He's person. not playing. He's not on this album at all. No, it's G, it guitar is Jamie Glazer and G. E. Smith. Well, then there you go. Well, G. E. Smith is playing. G. E. Smith, yeah. All right, fine. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Keith. But uh, I, but Keith is on the next album.
2: But it's G Smith if he's if he's going to get no he's not taken he's,
1: over yeah Keith Keith takes a, over
2: for G G Smith no but is, if you're if you're not going to play on it then G Smith is well yeah
1: yeah oh, fucking awesome <laughs> and probably Keith maybe Keith Scott was with the touring band but for recording that album it was yeah. G
2: Smith all right there you go all right sorry Keith you're not going to get credit on this one
1: <laughs> all right here we go eighty three MTV is in full swing so this yes. is the first really the first time I ever heard or saw Brian Adams and it was cuts like a knife video. Oh. With the with the hot girl and the empty swimming pool oh, and they're, and they're, I love it. They're, they're, they just set up the equipment in the empty swimming pool and that's where they play. And the girl jumps in and then there's no water in the pool and she dies. No, but it's a yeah, it's a great. I love it. I love everything about it. I love that this is my favorite Brian Adams album. It is. It is. Okay. I think um, yeah, and I know everyone likes Reckless the best usually, but I think song for song, I think I think this is strong the whole way through, and I think Reckless peters out. A little bit at the end but we'll talk about them when we get there <laughs> yeah, lexi disagrees still. i can tell you uh all songs written by adams and valance still yeah this is brian adams mickey curry tommy mandel keith scott and a guy named dave taylor i think that was basically the brian adams band for quite a few years so uh what do you got what's your first one uh okay so didn't you do one did you do
2: you want it you got it what was your second I, uh,
1: well we both had lonely nights right and my oh, okay. second song was okay. don't look now okay, which you it. which you loved <laughs> God. God. that was no
2: good uh okay so my first one from your favorite album from brian this Adams, is my
1: favorite brian so Adam- it like album cuts like the
2: knife in 19, 1983 as you said um is a song called don't leave me lonely and once again i like the verse better than the chorus and which is then there's actually a story behind that because Eric Carr is a, part, is a writer
1: yeah he gets or, a uh, gets yeah. a
2: writing credit on that and so this originally had possibly uh, was going to possibly go to Kiss yeah it didn't end up doing it Eric Carr had written uh, the chorus and some different things and then Valance and Adams came in and wrote the verse and stuff yeah. like that so I, I, I really like this song because
1: Adams and Valence have two songs that are on the Creatures of the Night yep. album yeah okay go ahead alright don't leave me alone <laughs> I guess that would have been a Gene song because the you two think? The, well the two yeah well the two songs that they wrote uh, they wrote rock and roll hell and they wrote uh, war machine and Gene sang both of those so I assume Gene would have sang this too. It's yeah it's no right?
2: it's no back off bitch or whatever <laughs> not <laughs> back off bitch what's the burn bitch burn burn right? bitch burns yeah, the guns is back off bitch do, right
1: yeah <laughs> or any song with bitch except is, <laughs> okay except the song bitch by the Stones might be the only one I like that that's the only one you like with the word bitch in it? Oh, burn bitch burn
2: by Kiss is now good. You don't like that one? Oh, I don't like. That's oh, a great song. Oh, That's a great song. Oh, you're being silly. No, I'm not being <laughs> silly. You know, uh imagine. You don't like wasted but you like burn bitch burn? Right. that's that's a good song. You know who else thinks that's a good song? Uh a mm-hmm. uh, wonderful Gene. <laughs> no, wonderful musician, writer's writer, uh, writer uh, and, uh, and and performer Matt Nathanson um uh, who uh, right. is a huge huge Kiss fan. Um Actually, just came with, out with a new album. He's a huge Kiss fan. I remember talking to him about Burn Bitch Burn. And if you listen to his music, it has nothing to do with that. Right. Uh, uh, but, you know, like, like uh,
1: you don't, you, I w- you like what you like. I wish you would have said something like, you know who really loves that song? Carol King. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> she wrote an alternative version yeah, to it. She thinks it's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you, and you, you like Don't Leave Me Lonely. That's one of your favorite songs on this album. Yes. It is it okay. Is. You don't I, like it? No, I do. I okay. like every song. Well, like, I like the album? I like right, every. So I like every song in this album.
2: Blanketing the whole album. Yeah, the whole okay. thing.
1: It's this is a ten out of ten for me. Ten songs. I love every single one, and I love how the album kicks off with the only one. The only one. Got to give a, a shout out to a, there's a there's a background vocalist on this album on seven of the ten songs, Lou Graham from Form. Really? Yep, he sings so good. Background on everything he does except for "Straight from the Heart," cuts like a knife, and the best was yet to come. Those are the three he's not on, but other than that, he's all over it.
2: He, you know, Brian Adams, as, as we'll see, and and we're already seeing. He worked with some really good people. Yeah, he was yeah, very, yeah. really smart in terms yep. of his business, in terms of the way that he went about managing his career and the people that, uh, that he hooked up with. So don't you think that that song is basically Lonely Nights 2?
1: Yeah, yeah but you know what? I, I, that never That never bothers me. You know what I mean? If it's good, it's good. If it's yeah, it's good and once, I do it's like good twice. You, do you not like No, I killing? do. I,
2: I, I love it. Okay. But that's, that's why when we were talking Lonely Nights, we said there was kind of a template that was being, yeah, yeah, being yeah. established. And I, I love it. If it's good, yeah. mine it.
1: Yeah, that's what I think too. It's, and a lot of bands do.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's so my turn now?
1: It is. Oh,
2: okay. Um, I'm going to do I'm Ready. Um, I don't know what number it is off of the. Six. It's number six. It's number six. It kicks off side, side two. Kyle, I want you to consider. You're a drummer, right? Yeah. So I love songs that start off oftentimes with guitar, and it's difficult for me, songs that are in 4-4, four, four, to count the four mm-hmm. uh, because of the, the, the way that the guitar is played. I want you to try to count one, two, three, four for this song. You can hear the beginning from, uh, once and then hear it again. Try to count one, two, three, four. So then when the drums kick in, you are, you are on the four.
1: Okay. You're, right? you're fucked. <laughs> you're never going to be able to do this.
0: I'd like to see you, but I'll let you know. I want to be with you.
5: So good. That's so good. That's good. I think it was half a beat off, but that was that was hard. We'll try doing it again. Oh, but do it out loud. Talking <laughs> oh. talk, talk to them, I can go one talk? two three four. Okay. See if you can do it. Are you so you can get on the
2: floors. Ah, oh, you're screwed. Like you, you one two three four. One two
5: three four. One two three four. One two three four. One two three four. One two three four. Yeah, that was close. All right,
3: <laughs> that was
2: close. I love that song. I love the the, the lead keyboard. You know, like uh, when when the chorus comes in. Uh, I also love this song in its original form, and I will I will fight for its original form because this song has taken on a life of its own mm-hmm. later on in in multiple different interpretations from from Brian Adams in a really slow and I think horrible way. I think he completely messed it up. Uh, <laughs> From its original intent and version and it was disappointing to me to hear. That'd that.
1: be a great opening, like concert opening. Yeah, 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 yeah. It exactly. would be. I wonder if he sang that when we saw him out at the uh, Thousand Oak Civic Center. He was doing yeah, a uh, he was doing the bare bones tour, so it was just him and like a keyboard player. And they wore top hats. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of top hats. A lot of top hat wearing. All right. My uh my other song from Cuts Like a Knife. And again, um I skipped I skipped uh, straight from the heart and Cuts Like a Knife and This Time. Those were like the the hits. We both did that. You skipped those. But I like uh, a song called What's It Gonna Be? a great song it's great uh ah. this album went three times platinum in uh canada and platinum in the usa so that's pretty big but that's the same thing isn't it
5: uh, yeah i don't around, know what the numbers are about. in canada i don't know it's what
1: slower, it, it's lower it, though i don't know what it equals out to be but I mean, i'm not i'm not criticizing him no it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's platinum anyway, yeah, it's platinum it. platinum all right now <laughs> we move on by the way for for um for selling so many albums back in the day his catalog, they haven't like remastered it except for Reckless. They really haven't gone back and done anything to it. You know, for sonically, you know what I'm saying? Can you tell the difference? When they remaster stuff? Mm-hmm. I can, yeah.
2: Do you think you really can tell the difference or you're, you're listening I, to it? I can it because what I would do- it's already been planted in your mind that no, this is going to no, sound Because what
1: I would do whenever I buy like a remastered version of something, I will take the- you Compare and contrast. Yeah, I go and I A-B it. Right. <laughs> I go out in the car, I A B it. Right, of course. I go, listen to that. Okay, now listen to this. But isn't it, and it's really better, or is it just louder? Or No, there's some James Taylor stuff that I have that I can hear stuff that I never heard before. Okay, And with some of the Def Leppard stuff, too, I'm like, I never heard that subtlety that's buried in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Stati- they don't have that show
5: up on the set list site, mm-hmm. but statistically, we probably saw him play it ready. I'm
1: ready? We saw him butcher it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but
2: you saw him play it in the other
1: form. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. acoustically. I,
2: I, can't, I, I can't find anything online where he's playing it in this this original
5: form. Can you? Um, maybe, no. Maybe you can't. Right. No. And this was when he was wearing a top hat. Yeah. Top
1: hat. <sighs> I know. That's what That was their you know, thing.
5: He goes through a bunch of uh, aesthetic
2: phases. Oh, there's yeah. The, we uh, got the eyeliner, the, eyeliner the eyeliner thing. Eyeliner that, phase. Whole, that whole thing. That was, uh, that was jarring, to say the least. Yeah.
1: All right, here we go. Reckless, I assume this is your... Is this one of your favorite Brian Adams albums? Uh,
2: It's one of them. It's not the uh, favorite one. I think I know
1: what it is from the tweeting, maybe. Yeah, it's probably... Of course you do. We won't say anything.
2: Um, Okay, so my (laughs) first one from Reckless, 1984. Once again, the Balance-Adams combination going on. uh, Performed, if I'm not mistaken, at uh, Live
1: Aid. Uh, Is that possible? Uh, I can tell you because I just bought... And I tweeted out about this. Um, there's a site you can go to and you can buy like 40 Live Aid tracks for like $9.99. Really? Yeah, so let me see. I should have pulled this out. Well, here, I can. we can play. Let me see. I'm going down. Where's my Live Aid playlist? Good radio. Good
6: podcasting. <laughs> let me see if I Talks
1: amongst yourselves. Yeah. How's everyone doing? <laughs> hey, how about that Live Aid? Um, hmm. I've got... Kids Wanna Rock and Summer of 69 are the only two tracks that I have. So, So
2: this one is uh, Kids Wanna Rock, which actually wasn't ever evidently released as a single, but I heard it a lot. So, that was one that just took on a life of its own, and uh, it's anthemic. And once again, I want you to try to count at the beginning of this here. Well, you gotta go to the beginning.
5: Oh, he cued it.
1: You can back cue it, though. Yeah, I will.
5: It's on 2 and 4, I think it's the guitar.
1: part of this album i de- like i don't like kids want to rock why don't you like kids want to rock it's got a
2: whole light a day type of feel I do, I, 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 yeah when you say that I, I agree with you but i just it's a bar band type of i don't like song. the song
1: see i i want better than just a bar band at this point from brian adams on the album that everyone calls his best album i i just don't like kids want to rock i don't like it's only love i don't like long gone and ain't gonna cry especially there's last two like i think those are just duds okay i just think the album falls apart after track six which All is right. the summer of 69 okay but it's a hell of a six it uh, is a hell of a six a of a it six is a hell of a six
2: to, <laughs> to have an album with and, and in that case you know at least some of most of a side right yeah side and, and, and
1: look i i'm in the minority people love this album and i but i'm going to kick it off with the uh first song one night love affair Three drummers on this album: Mickey Curry, a guy named Pat Stewart, and Steve Smith from Journey plays on the song "Heaven." Plays on "Heaven." Nice,
2: yeah. Uh, But this is this is once again those those opening tracks. Yeah, it's in that trilogy, right? Back to "Lonely Nights" and uh, what the only one. Yep. And now you have this. All they all sound familiar, but they all sound great,
1: right? Yeah, Brian. I think he he always has a good opening track. It seems he always kicks it off pretty well. He understands the music business. Yeah. He
2: understands. Well, at that point, he at point he understood what albums were when, and what we.
1: When you hear an album that has a not a good opening track, you're just like, what the? And then and then you go in and you're like, no, these three could have been the opening track.
2: Well, well even now, without albums, it's still crucial to have something because that's the, the one that people are going to click on first. Right. So you got you better have you know. Something, something to yeah, give them. They're, the they're not going to click no, on any more. that's it. That's what, it.
1: What's your next tune?
2: Uh, okay, my next tune is one that everyone will have heard, but it's just a a, a wondrous, wonderful song called "Run to You." Run to you.
1: Now, I I think this is the one that Keith Scott said on the Hustle podcast that uh, Brian and Jim presented this to Blue Oyster called. Yep, and they turned it down, right?
2: Because they wanted to have a song like uh,
1: what is it, uh, "Burning for You" or "Don't Fear the yeah, Reaper"? Yeah, one, yeah, of one of
2: those where it starts yeah. off it starts off like. And if you listen to the two, you you see what they were yeah. going for. I queued it up to that because you know once again prolific songwriters in that they understood they understood what the what the ear wants and they understood pop music and that the the breakdown there with the guitar is something that you you hear constantly on brian adams songs and it's it's wonderful to listen to on a song but it's also great live to have that moment where you stop down and the guitar does that familiar riff he does it also at the beginnings of songs too and we'll, we'll talk about those too but just a perfect example of kind of the perfectly written song as far as i'm concerned
1: the, uh, I picked track one and now I'm gonna pick track two, which is she's only happy when she's dancing. I love a song that just like, I can like see exactly what the words are saying. Cause I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so she's only happy when she's dancing. have one more because this was on the 30th anniversary remastered edition. This is the title track that didn't make it to the final album. This okay. song is called Reckless. Now, if you're a big Loverboy fan, you might know that this song was rewritten for Loverboy, and they released it as a song called "Dangerous." There you go. Yeah. He also wrote because they uh, had the same management, so that's probably. And how And he
2: that also happened. wrote uh, Brian Adams also uh, is a writer on "Jump" from uh, oh, from Loverboy. That's a great song. It's a great song. It's such a good guitar riff and song. It's it's a just a happy song. You want to do exactly what it tells you to uh, to this uh, this reckless song though is another mm-hmm. example of. I love the verse. I, I could just hear the verse over yeah. and over and over again. Then it gets a little crazy. For me. Yeah. Not crazy, but maybe that's why it
1: didn't make it. Maybe the that's album. it. Maybe that's
2: it. Maybe they knew. And then Loverboy took it.
1: Right. So 80, <laughs> 84 through 86, it's Brian Adams all over the place. Everywhere. Reckless is crazy Everywhere. big.
6: Yeah.
1: And so now he's got, a, now the next album is almost like his sophomore album because coming off the big album, everyone wants more of that and he does an album called Into the Fire. He doesn't really give us more of that. He He, makes a great album.
2: And this, yeah, and this is my favorite album. Uh, And I
1: love this album cover too. I I just love the simplicity. Do you like that album cover? Yeah. Nice photograph. Yeah, and again, Bob Clearmountain's co-producing these with him, so that's why they sound so good.
2: And Brian Adams, as he as he moves on, his life gets really heavily into photography, and especially yeah. black and white photography. In this,
1: unless you want to take his photo, then like, exactly. no dice. <laughs> exactly. What kind of filter do you have on that? Get out of here.
2: But this was, as you said, a, a very different album, a departure. uh Usually, it, it it irritates me when people try to do go too much of a departure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was too much of a departure i i i love this album for the songs some of them are, are, are a little bit more and yes yeah. he was the the um the bar band type of yeah 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 and, and the aesthetic of brian adams keep in mind in the 80s too was was very very different than the whole gaudy 80s colorful yeah. thing yeah 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 he really True. cultivated that it was just
1: t-shirt exactly. jeans. it was almost like the exactly. ramones the way exactly. they looked yeah, jeans I mean, t-shirt short, leather short hair all short that hair. kind of stuff
2: yep. kind of was the anti-80s pop star but it it worked all right so he comes in with uh in, into the fire um and he doesn't give them what they want he no doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't give them what they want but he gives at least me what i want and so uh my first one would be he gave them you don't want it i got it exactly <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead my first one would be uh the title song uh, into the fire
1: Right. This was this came out in March 87. That was the end of my um, senior year in college. And I remember tons of us, we were big Brian Adams fans. We went out, we got it, you know. And CDs were like, a th- like this might've been the first, one of the first where you're like, you, you didn't buy the album and then replace it with a CD. You bought it on CD right. and we brought it back. We put it on and we were all listening to it. And we were all just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like it. We like it. Like we were trying to convince ourselves that right. we like it. It's one of those. You right? know, it's one, c- but because we were like- we thought we were gonna get like Reckless 2.0, right. but, we, but it went a little sideways, but still great. I love that song. I love that song. And I yeah. love a ton of these songs. I really, I do like this album, but it's, if you wanted Reckless, like we said, you did not get it. Well, we
2: talked about the companion piece to this, the the Hustle podcast. Yeah. And, and hearing, uh, hearing them talk about it, hearing Keith Scott talk about this song, it made me, made me so happy because yeah, yeah. he says in that podcast, this is his favorite performance that they, they've done. They've never been able to replicate it live. If you go and watch Brian Adams mm-hmm. Um, there, there is there is a wonderful uh, live show from Budokan where they do it as a three piece, and that whole baseline is just is just wonderful. That but for the most is part, crazy. It's great. It's great. But for the most part, Brian Adams will do this song alone because they were never able to capture it the yeah. way that they uh, the way that it made me so happy. It also made me sad that Brian Adams felt like you know because it wasn't the commercial success yeah. and he didn't give the people what what they want. Um, it made me sad that he wasn't that he felt that he hadn't lived yeah. up to what uh what the people want and
1: because of that these songs don't pop up in the set list nope. hardly ever nope. there's bands and artists always have that one album that you're like oh i love that album but they never play anything from it but i did like the keith scott said because uh, a lot of times when they're asked that question what's the your favorite solo what's your all favorite my babies yeah. yeah people just they won't they won't give it up but he sure. was like he knew it boom yep. it's this so that was cool good well, good going john Lamorel. Uh, I'm going to start it off with, uh, again, I'm going with the first track of the album. I love Heat of the Night. Wasn't like a party rock band. This the the themes were a little, a little. I don't want to say darker or heavier, but they are just a little they bit, were. you know, just but a if, little if, bit if deeper. He was,
2: but if he wasn't saying in the heat of the night, was. If he was saying where the
1: kids want to rock or whatever, <laughs> right, right, change yeah. the
2: lyrics. Yeah. people. Oh, that would that'd be a great song. But the lyrics were they were much yep. heavier than anybody expected uh,
1: uh, from Brian Adams. That's for sure. Reckless sells five million in the U.S. This sells a million, which a million copies of anything is still. Crazy, great, but you can see how that's viewed as a failure. You know what I mean? Which is weird. But you're not a failure to us,
2: Brian Adams, despite no, Brian the fact Adams. that we're not allowed to take your picture and you, and you can't sign. <laughs> you can't have you can't, a couple of letters yeah. from your name yeah. when you sign. My you're God, signed.
1: I wish I would have taken his picture. You should have. <laughs> you sign like this, you son of a bitch. Click, 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 click. Post, tweet, Facebook, Instagram. Um, What's your next tune? Okay, so while
2: it is a departure, there are some songs on it that kind of harken back. And uh, as we've talked about, they're writing for everybody at this point mm-hmm. because they got the they got the touch. They got the touch. They right. understand how the music works, and they're able to crank it out. And so uh, my next song is a song called Only the Strong Survive, which yeah. evidently was submitted to, um, what's the Tom Cruise one? Uh, the uh, uh, Top Gun? Top Gun. There you go. <laughs> that they thought they were writing that for Top Gun or or whatever. Uh, It didn't end up uh, doing it, but it is a feel-good song. It's uh, a lot like um, I'm Ready in that you could open a a show with this, and certainly uh, it's a much faster pace and much more positive, I guess, uh, message than the rest of the album. Here we go. the people up that's that's you got to get up they're standing up you're not human or you're not <laughs> beating your heart is not beating if you don't get up
1: you're right, not right, Canadian. Right, you you okay over there what's what's happening here uh just the look on <laughs> suzanne's face during that song was cracking me You up. Don't like that song suzanne you're very quiet not saying anything i
4: can't i can't figure out this i'm like i just i see what you're saying i know i should be getting up it, it sounds like something well, I would love. I'm asking you to love, get out. You don't have to stand up at the
1: table. We're going to ask you to get I, out is what we're doing. There's
4: something ask. about that song that just is making me laugh.
1: All right. I mean, that's like weird. A, in a bad way? Yeah. bad music yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're weak. Maybe you're not one of the strong who survive.
4: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> I think you'll like this one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hope you like this one. This one I love this one because it does it does, and I queued it up so we hear this part. It does this cool thing in the middle that I've always just loved so much. This is a song called "Victim of Love," and of you'll course, hear the little uh, thing. Of
0: really all it took now you thumb through the pages of your little black book somehow all the numbers look
4: the same you i'm so
2: glad you cued it up to uh,
1: that. anything anything on that song excuse me nothing. No, nothing nothing <laughs>
4: i'll go back to the other song do
1: you know do you own any brian adams cds no. No. You but do, I had the do you had any? I was, do you own any Alexi Lawless CDs? All of them. Okay, well we're glad you're here. Thanks.
4: Bless you.
1: Bless you. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You you what
4: I had his, I had the albums when I was younger, uh-huh. but I didn't replace them with CDs. And I like everything almost that's the everything test that right I'm there, hearing, huh? I really like, but I'm still not gonna go out and buy it. That's, no, it. that's the
2: test. If you don't if if the CD, you know, it came time to do you know, the, the switch over. You didn't do, do it. You're lost right. in the sands of time.
4: Yeah,
2: I love that. I love what you're. You know, the production on that and that and that little bit there. I and love and that. I always that, did that scream. You know, all those different screams, whether it's Prince or uh, what was the Bon Jovi one? I'll be there for you when he does that yeah. scream and then all that kind of stuff. I would. I always wanted it's to be in great. the studio to see how they ultimately did it and how many times they did it and if they used any tricks and all that kind of stuff. But it's a wonderful screen.
5: Picture them just listening to scream takes. <laughs> like I think four yeah, might have been good.
1: <laughs> all right, now, four years between albums, and he knows he's got to do something. Who am I going to work with? Who's he going to work with to maybe? There's only one name. There's only one there's guy there's that he can work with, and that's uh, Robert John Mutt Lang. <sighs> So this album's called Waking Up the Neighbors. Do you like this album cover, Kyle? It's a good one. To, it's a good one to get signed. It is a good one to get signed. It's cool. It's like him in, a, in he's not like in, in silhouette, but.
5: But yeah, he's, he's in like the shadows. He has a guitar and he's screaming
1: through, through a megaphone. He's probably doing that scream from yeah. uh, Victim of Love through that mm-hmm. megaphone. And lots of
2: white space to mm-hmm. sign. Yep, lots of white space to write sign. Write a nice message. Yep, but
1: he'll just write across his uh, body. Um, now, oh, I do not like this album. You don't. I do not. And you don't like it because. Well, it, it, it is, first it is all, a departure. First of so all, there's, another too, departure. there's too many songs. There's 15 songs.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: If it was 10 songs, I might like it. But the man, I want Why don't you just stop after 10? What? Well, okay, let me see. What would I stop at? Well, then I wouldn't. I would, then the big hits at number 12. I never,
2: <laughs> I, never, I never understood complaining about too many songs on an album.
1: That, I don't. If there's, if there's too many. There can never be too many good songs, but this, I think this has a lot of filler. That's what I want to say. Okay. All right. Like Roger Ebert, my favorite quote about movies, Roger Ebert says, no bad movie is too long and no good movie is too short. Got it. Okay.
5: I think it's the other way around.
1: No bad movie is too short. No good (laughs) movie is too long. That's how it is. Roger Ebert. I never forget a quote, (laughs) but um, yeah. And and he writes, he writes, most of the, almost all these songs are adams and lang valance gets right. one two three four writing credits on here but he's totally mixing it up now
2: yeah and this is where the the style of the song changes and look if you're going to work with mutt lang especially knee deep in the deaf leopard uh, yep. moments yep. there's a reason why you're going there once again he associates himself with people that he understands know what yep. uh, you know have their finger on their pulse he uh, he has a great sensibility and if you're going to do that you know what's going to happen and so
1: And again not just not just deaf everyone always just says deaf leopard i mean that's no, the go to so but it's uh but, but highway, in this particular yeah. case i think yeah but i mean you got highway to hell uh back in black for those about to rock uh the car's heartbeat city 4 foreigner. or 4 I mean, this guy was was the the hit guy.
2: It was, but if you, I think he did a great job, maybe whether it was intentional or not. Of of, and maybe it was just the people that he was working mm-hmm. with. Those do not sound like Def Leppard. The way when I listen to yeah, those, I get what you're saying. This one. And my first pick will sh- will dramatically show, right. especially when it comes to uh, background vocals and the gang vocals that they have, and you- you'll hear different drum sounds, much more Def leopardy type of drum mm-hmm. sounds. And so there was a huge, huge shift in the way the songs sounded, obviously from working.
1: You through. sound like an attorney there for a second. You're like, and my song will show and prove <laughs> that hear. this. All right. What's the song? Uh, What's okay. it called? Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, so my first one is uh, "Thought I Died uh, and Gone to Heaven" from "Waking Up the Neighbors."
1: That's a good song, and I see exactly what you're saying with that. Where you had it queued up to. Another thing I, about this album, it's got 15 songs. Seven of them are are five minutes and longer. Right. And a couple of them, one, two, three, or six minutes. And I think I don't think Brian Adams is a six-minute song is. guy. But Mutt Lange and Def Leppard
2: certainly is. And
1: I don't know why there's more of a very. I mean. Hysteria, I never get sick of that album. Top I don't. I don't. I don't either. I, and I, even the long songs in there don't feel long to me. It feels like there's a, a lot of different levels in there somewhere. And and he,
2: when I first heard this album, mm-hmm. it did exactly what they intended to do, to hearken and to say, oh, and that's why that's why I listened to it, and that's why I didn't love it. Yeah. Because it wasn't as good as Def Leppard, but it was a Def Leppard type of light light moment, mm-hmm. and. You know, the, the background vocals. And, you know, look, you might as well step inside and walk this way. Right, <laughs> I yeah, mean, the, right. way, the way that they were. Hey, talking, hey. Uh, exactly. Although, hey, hey's and all of yeah. that. And and, uh, and he got exactly what he signed up for when yeah. he uh, yes, wrote he and recorded with, uh, with Mutt Line.
1: I'm going to go with, uh, with the single, which is Can't Stop This Thing We Started.
0: You might stop by-
1: Yeah, yeah, I me like too. It. Suzanne, you like that song?
4: I do like that song.
1: All right, good.
4: All right, back up. See, we back <laughs> off the mic. <laughs> that's that's
2: a mean. fun song. Right? I know, that's, it is a fun that's, song.
1: That's a, I did that, like that. That's a, that's a fun and, um, song. And that was that's a good choice as a first single. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the video's cool.
2: They're you know they're, they're flying things up and they're uh, I don't know if yeah, you remember they're, they're trying to hit the drum while the drum's going by yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. There's yeah, a lot of fun. movement going on in the in the video back when videos were something still. All right, next one? Yeah, your Should turn. Should I do that? Yeah, okay, you're up. It's your show. You tell me. No, we're taking turn. uh, okay. turns. Okay. Uh, I'll so,
1: go next. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one was uh, once again done for a movie. It went on to become a monster, monster hit uh, of historic proportions. Um, I hate this song. But you're going to play And yet it has, for me, the greatest guitar solo ever recorded in pop music um
1: that's that's really i mean it's a great a, guitar solo but the, I, no. you say the greatest yeah, for me
2: it's it, for me it's, look this is you can no more tell me what the greatest guitar oh, no. solo is than you can tell me what a,
1: a beautiful no, person
2: looks like right or a great wine or a great piece of no art, i always you're like
1: right that. i always preface stuff preface stuff i'm like look i'm not saying it's the best i'm just saying it's my favorite it's your best yeah Right. All right,
2: that's all that matters is your best. So all this right. is my best. <laughs> and, 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 and that it comes in a song that I can't stand.
1: Did you always hate the song or yeah. did you like it when yeah. you first heard it and, and then just the overplayed? And I am unfazed
2: for the most part mm-hmm. by solos. Like I, I can, I, most of my songs don't have guitar solos. Right. I think a time, most of the times it's just, it's a waste of time. Um, <laughs> and this was, but this, this hit me. I mean, it, it, it hit me and said, holy cow. Now, I've, I've pumped it up so much that you're going to hear it and going, yeah, whatever. but See, it I was matter.
1: wondering why you picked this song. I'm like, wow, well, does he really like this song? Like, I didn't, again, I didn't mind it when I first heard it, but then over the years it's been like, all right. But um, I, and that's I, why, I don't I, even remember I the solo. I, you I can't won't wait even to hear Brian
2: Adams because I queued it up
1: to this little soul.
2: He might scream or say something. Uh, so, this is um, parentheses everything I do, I do, do it for, it for you. you. Yeah. All right, so come at me all right that's a at good me, guitar solo at me no that's Keith Scott it's, it's an incredible guitar solo it's uh, the perfect example of a minimalist type of approach mm-hmm. um and he talks about once again mm-hmm. uh on the hustle uh podcast he talks about how Mutt Lang you know you're dying for his approval yeah, yeah. and usually Mutt takes <laughs> very long to yeah. do all these things and he immediately saw that this was something uh special and so yeah I I, I love this guitar solo uh, in a song that I can't stand
1: (laughs) the um yeah when the when i've seen brian adams recently he plays like he plays like the three songs i don't want him to play he plays this he plays have you really ever loved a woman and he plays that please forgive me song which was a yeah but and i'm like oh my god these are just all the same song and they're and they're long they're all long it's like uh but
2: you can get away with just one yeah one yeah
1: just do one don't close the show with these
2: so you do not like this song do you not like it because it was ubiquitous or, or, or just?
1: I think I liked it originally, but I also liked the Robin Hood movie originally. Now when I see it, I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> horrendous. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so it's yeah. like, you know. It's it stuff- has not aged then well no, for you. No, stuff happens. Okay. Yeah, stuff, things happen.
6: <laughs> uh,
1: Hashtag. I do love this song though. I, I do Because I love songs like this. This song is called, and this is deep in the album, Track 9, There Will Never Be Another Tonight. the lyrics aren't great they're very they're very we missed, there's something
2: about a witch in this song oh, okay keep going.
1: <laughs> keep going
6: keep going yeah what the hell is that
1: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta ride your broom right into my room i don't know what that means either. And, and then kick off your shoes yeah sure <laughs>
2: It's a lot. It's
3: a
1: lot of work. A lot of stuff. But for summer, I like I don't know. I like the I like the the music. I like uh again, I don't like this album that much. So was a hard and, pick on some stuff.
2: And and you, you didn't think it was just Summer of Sixty Nine too in terms of how it kicked off? I love summer sixty nine. Do
1: you really? I never get sick of it. I like I love it acoustically. I You love like it that, better
2: than Cuts Like a Knife? As a not the album the the single. I like Cuts I, I Like a Knife. Well it let it me better. tell you
1: something. I the two songs I had picked for the play out were summer 69 and cuts like a knife so i will play we'll play out with cuts like a knife since you're so adamantly against summer 69 i do not like that he now says that it's about the uh sexual position 69 and and jim valent says no no. now is he just saying this to be you know funny or cantankerous or whatever you want to call it because when he says i'm like that's not what the song's about no 69 no 69 (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) Brian Adams is against sixteen. Yeah. all
1: right, that's wonderful. Except in the, in the summer when that's all the he did summer, when he was mm-hmm. ten years old. That's all he did. <laughs> uh, okay, what's your next track?
2: Uh, where are we? Oh uh, no, no, we're done. We're done with waking done. up the neighbors.
1: What do you like? Do you like? Uh, is your mama gonna miss you? That kicks it off. I'm not a big fan of that. Hey, honey, I'm packing you in.
2: Uh, oh, you know, I, I love. Uh, that's
1: all right. I, guess. I love vanishing.
2: Oh, it's another one where the okay. where the verse is just really really pretty and, and, and
1: i think beautiful. i like house arrest but now if we played it i'd probably hate it so yeah this one just i just like when i came to this album i'm like oh like let's see let's see maybe i like it now and i'm just going through the songs i'm like oh dear lord skip it's skip. It's, it's not happening okay so, okay fine. so uh it sells but many, four, but many people sells four did.
2: million exactly. copies mutt said you're welcome it
1: worked yeah so then uh five years later because now it's like he's taking he takes a long time between albums yes. Does. This is 18 Till I Die. Again, Robert John Muttlang is involved. I really like this album. You do? I really do. You have another song in here before that. Did you want to play that or no? I, uh, no oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Let me, uh, what is it? What's it called? It's Please Forgive Me. Oh, no, because I just made fun of it. Oh, okay. So, I just <laughs> had it in there just to cover, because that was a big hit, and it was on the So Far So Good um, Greatest Hits package. Okay. But yeah, I don't need to hear
2: it. Yeah, a lot of these... When then when they reissue them, I know you said they don't reissue them, but when they do, they do some of them, there's, they, they add the song. The greatest hits that like he always the, does a
1: yes. new song here and or
2: there. I like it when when you hear songs that other people did that I didn't know Brian Adams had, had, had written. written. Yeah, and, that's like, cool. Teacher, Teacher and, uh, from 38 Special or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. And then...
1: Uh, and he wrote, a, I think they wrote two songs on uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Let Me Down Easy. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, so. that's a great song. Uh, so what do you think about uh, 18 Till I Die? Now, this is when he's... He's all glammed up.
2: He's all yeah, he's got uh, He's like uh, got uh,
1: eyeliner and he's got like uh, Versace suits and yes. he's he no longer are we jeans and t-shirt. It's completely different. Look at him there and then think of how he looked on on um Waking Up the Neighborhood album cover. I mean it's it's very
5: very different. It's almost like he went Chris Gaines but didn't change his name.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> exactly.
2: Very, very much so. Very much. So we don't, you know, we don't let our Stars change, yeah. But Either the way they sound or the way they look. So,
1: I listen to this album a lot. I really do like it. You and do, yeah, I do. And the songs are the songs are a reasonable uh, uh, time frame for I thought me. You
2: didn't like all the. Uh, oh, this is the internet. How, so, how many songs do you think that this album has?
1: This song has thir- This has thirteen songs, okay. and it closes out with "Have you ever really loved a woman?" Which I hate, and I'm glad it's the last song because I, I just skip over that. All right, all right. That's, that's, and I mean, that's, that's and there's okay. some, it's and right. there's some silliness on here too. Like, I want to be your underwear. Oh, what a dumb. Song. That's so stupid. Just,
2: and when, but there's because there's no real tongue-in-cheek part of right. it, right? I don't.
1: And the first single was the only thing that looks good on me is you. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not. I, I wouldn't fight for it. But the two, the songs I, Death
2: Leopard should be singing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all
1: right. By the way, do you want to get rocked <laughs>
2: every day and every <laughs> night? <laughs> so
1: I'll, I'm going to let you start.
2: Uh, Okay, um, so my first one from 18 till I die, we're in 1996 now, would be a song called Star.
1: Again, no Jim Valance anywhere on this album. Mm -hmm. you might want to take your headphones off for the rest of the show cuz it's 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 a tough go uh
2: kind of what what do you not like about it i'm i'm, I'm not I, you're certainly entitled to your opinion i'm always uh, interested in what it just
5: it was just that song we played what maybe a minute of it, and it felt like an hour right it was just like so like
2: you know the uh, the thing is that uh, when we were talking about everything I do for I do for you, you can actually sing the lyrics to that over everything I do, and vice vice versa oh, really it's, uh, but it but I love the verse. this is one where I love the verse, everything else is yeah. so
1: and there's I mean, and there's a lot of
5: those type of songs on this There's album. a lot
2: there is a lot
5: sometimes too, it's like you know where it's going, yeah, you don't like it and, and the journey is like you're taking a, you're taking all the back roads to get that way.
1: Yeah.
2: You want to get there sooner. Don't bore us mm-hmm. get to the chorus. What,
5: what, what, no, yeah. it's just more like it's not that. It's more like it's so straightforward and you're taking a roundabout way of doing it that mm-hmm. it's like come on.
2: There's no surprise yeah. for you, yes. Brian Adams at this point in yeah. his career.
1: If you're going if see. the lyrics uh, you're going to rock and roll all night, then you know you're going to party every day. It's mm-hmm. just like right. when, whenever I hear a song so. for the first time and I hear the lyric and then I know what the next lyric is, that's, is that what you mean? It's, yeah, but, but that's more with like rhyming stuff. This was just like, I I get
5: where we're going. Speaking of that, I loved, uh, uh, I was listening to your pod the other day,
2: callback. Uh, (laughs) I love when you were talking about, um, Steve Perry's new, uh, song and the, and the lack of rhyming. It drives me nuts when it's just sitting there. It's low hanging fruit and you don't do it and you, and you, you, they have to do it on purpose. Yeah. It's, I, I was so I was running when I was listening to the podcast, and I had to stop and and applaud you, uh, by oh, the, because it you. was just because that's exactly uh, what I was thinking have, on that on that you, verse. Have you Steve heard Perry's.
1: the Steve Perry? Album. Yes, I have. And what do you think of it?
2: Uh, there's two songs that I that I think are worthy of Steve Perry
1: the coming vo- back. The voice is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah, voice is sure. so good recorded. Sure. I don't know how it would be live. Sure. Um, I like a, I like I like six songs. I think, but
2: uh, no. no. <laughs>
1: No. Okay, there's a song. I'm not playing this song, but I want to read these lyrics. There's a song, and again, I like this album we're talking about, but I would. Spoken Word no,
2: Adams, love it. Okay. I
1: would go. no way tell anyone, I would no way recommend this album to anyone, but I love this oh. album because there, there's a song when this Brian album. Brian is definitely not that, listening that's, to this podcast. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a quote, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a song called Black Pearl. Yes, And there this, is. Let me, wait to hear these. It's about interracial love. Uh, uh, All right. <laughs> she's black coffee, a little bit of cream, sweet brown sugar. My midnight dream, black pearl. My kind of girl. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's like. What are you doing? Why is he writing this? It's not <laughs> at
2: least at least he went for the logical
1: rhyme. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she it's... was uh, she was born the bright side of midnight when her mama was 17. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's
5: border like it's coming from a good place, I think, but it's kind of coming off racist a, little, a little bit. It's a little bit
1: racist, yeah, it is very, yeah. Yeah, 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 all right. But you're so, not picking that one, I'm not right? picking that okay. one. I'm picking the title track, which I stand by, 18 Till I Die, I really like this. I like any song about staying young. young. Look at my beard, I look like Rick Grimes. <laughs>
0: And ask me to fly Gonna be 18 till I die 18 till I die
5: If that was Steve Perry,
1: he'd say, like, must have been drunk. like, oh, come on. <laughs> and Brian Adams has stayed youthful looking. He's he's thin. He always yeah. looks like he's in shape. He always looks like he's having a good time. He looks
2: His voice, I mean, considering the the you know what he does yeah, uh, yeah, on a consistent yeah. basis, he always he always sounds good. Sorry, you like that song.
1: I do like that song.
2: We we've talked so much about how he writes for other people and mm-hmm. and and uses and is really good at that. Like, I hear this song and I think of it as a country song that would be wonderful from somebody Mm -hmm. in the country. uh, Well, I know country's not really country now, but the country pop type of thing right Exactly, yeah. uh, And and a a girl singing this would be wonderful.
1: What's your next song? What's
2: my my next song. Um, What did I do? Oh yeah, uh, a song called, It Ain't a Party If You Can't Come Round.
1: All right. This could be a country song too, maybe.
0: Some beer, yeah, let's get out of here.
2: You can sing uh, Can't Stop This Thing. We yeah. started to mm-hmm. that song too, so.
1: I mean, there are some really wimpy songs on here. You're Still Beautiful To Me, Have You Really Loved A Woman, Let's Make A Night To Remember. But I, th- I like all those for some there, reason. There's nothing wimpy about love or the love of L- a woman. Love is so, that's for girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I picked one of those. I picked the song called I'll Always Be Right There. Nope. Get ready, Kyle. What, I didn't?
5: Nope, you picked Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Make A Night To Remember. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I had two of the wimpy songs I didn't know which one I wanted to play Okay, let's, let's do that one then Let's make a night to remember, sorry Thanks for keeping it real oh, that's, There we go
0: I love the way you look tonight With your hair hanging down on your shoulders And I love the way you dance your slow sweet tango way you want to do everything but talk and how you stare at me with those undress me eyes what your breath on my body makes me warm inside let's make out let's do something amazing let's do something that's
1: I don't know why I like this, but I do. I let Let's get to the chorus.
0: Let's make nice
1: to Kyle, from January, January till... December. Yep. March. November. November. Steve Perry, March. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would just go November? <laughs> yeah. All right. You like that one, huh? Yeah, and it goes against everything I've said the whole way through because that's a six-minute, nineteen-second song. That's like the song that they play
5: in like a high school movie where, like, at the end they're at prom dancing. Okay, it's so on the nose.
1: What's oh, on the nose? It's
5: very on the nose. What? <sighs> that
2: verse, I hate when he does this on a bunch of songs where he sings and it's not really, you know, it's it's, it's not syncopated or anything. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Where he's just kind of rap singing type, yeah. thing, like rapping, but
5: oh I it's really like for like, like free free singing, oh,
1: free singing you know and it's really low yeah i'm gonna he's go off talking on this yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of talking
1: and you're brian adams now before we move to the next album okay. i have to i have to do a, a sideways thing here on um on his mtv unplugged mm-hmm. he had a song on that in that set list that has never been there's no studio version that i know of and it's a fantastic song. Like, I will fight for this song. Without okay. a doubt. I love the song. I, he might have opened the show with it. This No, he opened the show with uh, Summer of 69, your favorite. Uh, this is called Back to You.
0: Oh, I've been down. I've been beat. I've been so tired. I could not speak. I've been so lost. And I could not see. I wanted things. But I do Showing me what to do And that's why I'm coming back to you Yeah Like a star got a ship Across the ocean It's so your love
1: take me home Back to you What about that one? I you love, like that one? I, I love that it's song It's so but great
2: it, But it's another one of these songs that if somebody else sang, remember when uh, Bruce Springsteen came out with the uh, what was the song about the the girls in the summer cars or the girls the, in the girls clothes. in the summer clothes exactly that one I, when I heard, first heard it I I didn't know it was Bruce Springsteen and I, mm-hmm. I and I loved it just because it was a it was a great song yeah there's a bunch of Brian Adams songs that if someone like Bruce was singing it yeah we would have a completely different perspective on it. I think, for example, this song right here, that it's Brian Adams, it's a good song, but if somebody else did it, and plenty of people have done it, so.
3: Everything I do, I do it for you. Kids want rock? Kids
1: want rock. Can you count the beats at the beginning of that song? <laughs> yeah, I love that song. So, all right, so now we're going to... Well, he looks cool on the cover of that unplugged album yeah it does because he's he's still got that glam hair but he's got just a black t-shirt yeah. on and that's his voice live how great did he sound well you have seen him live kyle yeah, yeah, he sounded sounds great, great. So, uh,
5: especially when he comes out yelling about no
1: pictures you can keep that voice <laughs> <laughs> so now this is the now we're moving into the period of albums that the majority of the people have no clue about you right. people in the yeah. u.s they don't know any of this stuff it's not, we could play anything. It's
2: not having a uh, an MTV launch party no. or
1: anything. Nope. We're going to go with the album called uh this is just two this comes just 2 years after 18 till I die. This is on a day like today is the album. Do you like that album cover, Kyle? Um I don't mind the cover, but it's kind of like Describe like it describe it for the people who can't see it.
5: So it is it's Brian Adams holding his guitar in a case walking towards the right mm-hmm. and behind him is an elephant. Yep mm mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like uh like you know you've pontificated about hating the cover of
1: cheap tricks the latest doesn't go with the title yeah, yeah. Th- that's this well i don't know like i don't know it's on a day like today i think it's on a day like today anything can happen that's how i see this
2: cover i could be walking down a street with an elephant with an behind, elephant behind
1: mm-hmm. me right. yeah. yeah that's
5: how i see it
2: i'll buy that they had to plan it out though so yeah i had to say yeah, true we need an elephant. And an <laughs> elephant wrangler and all that stuff. He
5: just goes, he woke up and up, he goes, I want an elephant behind me. <laughs> I'm Brian Adams, goddammit.
1: <laughs> it. He's still not writing with Jim Valance on this album. Uh, he's not working with um, Mutt Lang. He's got, uh, Bob Rock is co-producing. And The Elephant the has a credit, which is strange. The <laughs> Elephant's writing some tunes. And... Um, did you get this album when it came out, or is this no, one that you found later? No, no, no. Or did you just listen for this shit episode to prepare? Uh, absolutely, I listened for this episode. <laughs> you had never heard this album before.
2: Oh, no, I'd heard. I, I'd heard On a Day Like Today. So when, when it, And and, and uh, the next song, too, that I, uh, that I picked, too. But uh, I, I picked On a Day Like Today, okay. the uh, title song. let's hear it. Yeah, 1998. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's on a day like today. The whole world could change. The sun's gone. Shine shine through the rain On a day like today You never want to see the sun go down You never want to see the sun go down Somewhere there's a place
1: for you get the idea yeah it's and this is uh he doesn't he doesn't like like on the other like on the early albums they were like it was all rock and maybe one slow song now it's like almost the reverse of that it's like all mellow stuff and maybe a couple will rock
2: and it's you know and and there's a lot of stuff here where it's the mixture of the acoustic guitar and then it comes in with the band and goes back and forth and that's that's the dynamic as opposed to the past where it was you know the electric guitar breakdowns and the 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 starts of lonely nights and that kind of stuff so there's no more of that
1: I hate when this happens, too. When we're doing the show and, and I, I'm looking at my list and I'm thinking to myself, why did I pick that song?
2: You're and not happy with your pick.
1: This next, I don't know if I'm happy with this one. I, I, there must have been a reason why I picked it, but let's hear, this is Cloud Number 9. Let me see if I change my mind.
0: But it may wrong, but baby, it sure feels right.
5: fine with that pick it it sounds it sounds kind of like alexi said earlier like that sounds like a bruce springsteen song you think so it would be yeah one that he. when
0: the sun goes up and clouds number nine and then there's eight (laughs) of us
1: rocking and i don't know the lyrics so um he wrote the code that with max martin who wrote with like everyone
2: britney right and uh (coughs) maybe pink
5: Pink, maybe i don't know just know the it would be a good Pink song, too, now that I'm
1: thinking about it.
2: But once again, he's working with great writers yeah, yeah. and people
1: that are, that are, that are yeah, like really good. He, he <laughs> doesn't need he doesn't need any money at this point. Oh, no, no, no. You know no, what I mean? So he's no. like, oh, I just want to do what I want to do. It was never about the money. How dare you? <laughs> it's about his art. I know exactly. that. The uh, kids I, want to rock,
2: all right? And he's going to give it to them. I think... Even I, if it costs him. <laughs> What's your next song? Uh, my next song is... Um, when you're gone, which I think is once again, we talk about how he how he writes. It's a duet, and with, it's a duet with a number of different people in different in different forms. In this one, it's uh, with uh, Mel C from
1: The Spice Girls. Uh, he does a version of this was, with Pam Anderson. With Pam
2: Anderson, yes. Yeah, so there, there's different versions of this out. I I prefer the Mel C one.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, certainly, <laughs>
2: there's not a whole lot of difference to be quite honest when you listen to them, but uh, but so be it. And it's I, I think it's just a great duet type of song. And live he often brings people up to uh to sing it with him.
1: Yeah.
6: I realize I'm
0: in love. Days go on.
1: Now he can bring anyone out of the audience to sing this with him because you only have to be as good as Pam Anderson or Mel C from the Spice Girls. There's a line there that says even food don't taste that good. It doesn't taste that good. I mean it don't taste that even good. Even food me. don't taste that good <laughs> when you're doing what you should. It's like a Sesame Street song. She's
2: gone. You
1: know? Now these later Brian Adams albums like this one, mm-hmm. I like these as a full listening experience. Like I can listen to this top to bottom but when i go to cherry pick songs they but, don't work that well for but me but is, in the context of the whole album
2: but this is still all right still 98 so it's still 20 years ago but you're you're listening to them now in a 2018 version yeah of yeah, it. yeah so i mean i didn't get this necessarily listen to it like that there so right is it fair to talk about any album nowadays coming out and saying well you have to listen to the whole thing
1: i think the album listening experience is the way to go alexi no it's not. It's,
2: it's, it's not obsolete. And if you do it and people say, I don't have the time yeah. or I don't want to do that, or that's not how I enjoy my music, <laughs> you can't change the way the world
1: is. Right I don't now. know if these are like Spotify songs, is what I'm saying. I think you need to listen to this top to bottom now. But then it's, then it's not
2: a good album
1: if you well, can't it's, pick and them it. Up. And it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now this is the exact opposite of uh, 18 till I die this is I don't want to live forever <laughs>
3: <laughs> please put me out of my answer. <laughs>
1: Ah. Brian can't make up his mind. Cannot make up his mind. (laughs) One of the uh, one of the greatest things in preparing for this episode is when you sent me was either a text or an email, and you said, "We're going to pick songs from Spirit, Stallion of the." Is it Chimarron? Is that I don't it? know. I don't know. That's the C- uh Chimarron. I'm that's not the, even sure Brian Adams knows. That's the animated. Uh, he wanted. He wanted a piece of that Disney now, Phil Collins right. money. That,
5: now, when, when you said earlier, he's not doing it for the money. Now he is. Now he's back on, back on the money
1: horse, so to speak. But before we go to that album, we have to play again. This is he had a, he had a he had a greatest hits another greatest hits package right. called The Best of Me, and he 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 had a song called The Best of Me, and again. This is one of those songs I would fight for, like uh, "Back to You." I think this is a great song. Okay. I love that song. I think that's a good song.
2: You love the song, or you love him singing that song.
1: Is he singing it straight to me? No. But Did it, he dedicate? I to think it? it's
2: a great song. I love but that. Song. I don't think Brian Adams should sing it. It's it's a like it's see, a great song. I get what you're
1: saying. It's I mean it's, it's it would that would be it's like got
2: like a there's Beatlesque type of things and and, and I feel I, like that would have been a big ever,
1: hit for someone else. Yes. But okay. everyone's done with Brian Adams at this point. Don't then don't say it's Brian Adams. It's still a good song. It's Chris don't, Gaines. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Okay, so this uh, this spirit stallion of the Cimarron. Uh, this I, this.
5: First off, this the paragraph at the top is two managers <laughs> ma- and agents making a What's deal. It? Read it to us. Oh God, it's Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Music from the original motion picture. Songs by Brian Adams. Music by Hans Zimmer. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Brian. Adibs. It doesn't even look like an animated kids movie soundtrack. It looks like The Elder. Like it's a made up. <laughs> Like soundtrack
1: to something that doesn't exist. And I really I only like one I, I only like one song off here. And I really love the song. And at one of the You love it? I do love this one song. I can't wait for this. You won't like it, but okay. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm gonna preface it by the with this. Um at when when uh when one of my daughters was like in fifth grade or something, the, this is one of the songs that like all the fifth graders sang at like one of the assemblies. Oh, okay so you know, that makes right. your heart right. sink. Wow. But um that's not, that's That's not fighting fair. Okay. I'm going to, I'll just go first and then I'll let you play yours two in a row because I'm only playing one. Uh, The song is called Here I Am and it's an end title. It's always great to start off an album with an end title. So you got (laughs) to, yeah, 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 that's the first track in the album is Here I Am, end title. Just take the end title off. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you say that?
2: That's not how Hans Zimmer rolls. Here we go.
0: Here I am. This is me. Just nowhere else on earth I'd rather be Here I am
1: It's just me and you Me and the horse He's gotta fuck that horse Look <laughs> <truth laughs> at that horse better Look out it's a new world. It's a new star. Hey, drum machines
0: Hey, drum machines
1: Look, when a bunch of off-key fifth graders sing that, you, your heart melts. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I do like that song. That was a hit, kind of. Really?
5: Modern I remember hit? hearing it like a lot. Maybe, really? my, maybe my dad just liked it and played it a bunch.
1: Maybe you, maybe you just heard it coming from the kitchen last week.
5: Oh no, because it was on. Um, it was on. Uh, it was on a commercial for something too. Kind oh, of got afterwards. some of that commercial
1: money. It's not about some money. Some of that
2: Bob Seger. Not, not about money. He believes in the product. Whatever it was, he believes in it. <laughs>
1: You think, uh, how, how about that Bob Seger, like a rock, getting hooked up with a Chevy? You know, it's America. He probably, America. I bet, I but mean, the thing is, I bet Seger probably okay. owned a Chevy truck. So, so he thought he was
2: doing something right for America. Yeah. You know, and you're not gonna poo-poo all over that, are you?
1: No, I love Bob Seger. Okay, I love Bob and America,
2: Seger. right?
1: Oh, sure. Okay, good. Just Without the A though, just America. <laughs> All right. Let's All right, hear what, see, what did you pick from this. Okay,
2: so I think I've already compared Brian Adams um, and and most people have turned off by now, but uh, the uh, to the Beatles and uh, Bruce Springsteen and stuff like that. So now I'm going to compare him to Dire Straits here. So the, the I'm only going to do one. I I, I picked two, but I'm only going to do one. I was
1: amazed you picked two. I'm like, oh, he really loves this. You album. told
2: me you told me to pick two, and so I I, I follow my orders here. Um, so off of the. Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron in 2002. I picked Sound the Bugle.
1: Sound Sound the Bugle. I'm going to fuck that horse. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come in the barn.
0: As the seasons change, remember how I used to be.
2: Don't laugh.
0: Now I can't go on.
2: If Mark Knopfler's singing Brothers in Arms, you wouldn't laugh, would you? I would
1: turn it off. Oh, he hates Star Straight. No, I don't.
0: I'm a soldier, wounded, so I must give up the fight. Want to give up the fight?
6: Wendy? All right. the, the you, you, can turn, you can
2: turn it down, but that's the only one that stood out to me simply uh, for the comparison to uh, Brother straight, knows, yeah. yeah,
1: wrap your legs around my horsey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 2004. Okay, we're moving on, we're moving on, moving on to I an album. Called... Yes, thank god. Uh, it's funny now he's putting out albums 96, 98, 2000, mm-hmm. 2000. Now he's like, hey, maybe I'll get back into this music thing. And figured, guys, no one wants it, Brian, no one wants this music. This album's called room service I, I what do you think of this album cover i like it i'm sorry it doesn't make sense with the title but it says room service on his guitar
2: you wanted the room service tray right behind, out
5: front is that what door. you wanted that's, that's what you well, want I like did you that. want him like popping out of the yeah, hotel
1: room exactly. with a towel around
5: him not and disturb so no i would happen. rather than just call the album something different and keep that
1: at this point he's he he has he, no, committed. he at, at this point he's broken he has no money he's That's eating true. off room service trays yeah. in the lobby of uh, hotels That's what brian like does. if this
5: was just a self-titled album and you take that room service off the guitar just call this brian adams
1: it's a good photo of him though mm-hmm. he's back to just he probably took it t-shirts he might have he's back to t-shirts and jeans and the hair short again no eyeliner again this is another i i do like the. i do like this album i remember liking it a lot when it came out so what was the? let's see what the critical response is on some of these. Entertainment Weekly, C minus. Rolling mm. Stone, two and a half. Uncut, two out of ten. Two out of ten? Two out of ten. <laughs> Uncut is brutal. Wow. BBC, mixed reviews, is what it says from the BBC. Two, who gave two out of ten? Uncut Magazine. Yeah, they're notorious. Hating Brian Adams. What do you, what do you got for Uh Okay, so. The Groover four. from Vancouver. Ooh. We need to say that.
2: Uh, my first one would be she's a little too good for me from room service in two thousand and four she's a Get the idea. So it reminded me of... Uh, remember that, that album came out in 1999 from Tal Bachman? Remember him? Yeah. Uh, the son of one of the guys from... Anyway, yeah, he had that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that single called uh, She's So High and it reminded mm-hmm. me of that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: does. Exactly. It does. Yes, so,
5: you're exactly right.
2: Um, and I like it. It's just a nice nice little pop song. It's not going to change anybody's world or life, but it's also not going to hurt anybody.
1: I like that song. I went with the opening track, which... um uh. Which, oh no, he does, yeah, Brian Adams Co-writes all these songs, okay uh, This is called East Side Story
0: There was this girl I used to see Down on 42nd Street She walked by on her way to work And make the air smell so sweet I used to sit in a coffee shop Sometimes I'd have a cup when she go by, she light up the sky like the sun coming up. she be standing by the bus stop, driver opened up the door. i just sit and watch her, getting on the 104. I want to give her my number, I want to tell her my name. want to climb on board that cross-town bus ticket and she feels the same. It's just a love.
1: Love it. Love uh, me it. too. I, I really is. do. I really do like this album. I think of, of these re- later albums. This might be the one I like the best. As, really? As as a whole. What about you? I don't B? like the album.
2: I just love that song. I think it's. <laughs> you know, I think it's. I, I I think it's one of the best songs that he's done. I, I yeah. Love I love that I, song. I, I love it. Too. It reminds me of uh, remember, remember the uh, the Tommy Lee uh, single, Good Times. Uh, that he came out Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. got that whole, but that was, yeah. you
1: know. I was, didn't mind that Tommy Lee album. It was it was good. Tommy it was Land, fun. Tommy Land, The Ride the is ride. what it was called. The Ride, there you go. You know what so, The and Ride is. did it is. with uh,
2: Butch Walker and anything. but it just, it's a, it's a wonderful song. I couldn't stop yeah. singing this song. It was just
1: great. Uh, and we both, uh, you you had that song too, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I'll go to my other one from this album is Open Road.
0: I'm sitting I
1: 2004, Ryan Adams.
5: All those songs sound like they were written in 20 minutes, but I love all of them. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, oh, really? I liked all of those.
1: Good. I hope I'm going to surprise you with this next one. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna, to, this was an iTunes only single Ooh. from 2005, and it's called Friday Night in London. Have you ever heard this? No. Here we go. Let's hear it. I love it. Okay, now that's a first listen for you three. What do you think? Thoughts? No. Go around the horn. No. It's just okay to you? It's no
2: East Side Story, but it's okay. Yeah. All
1: right, Kyle? It's fine. nah okay. None of you like the UK? I guess that's what's up. You don't like London? What did you think of that one? You haven't liked one song.
4: That's not Suzanne. true. That's not true at all. i likes liked all of them. <laughs>
1: you you do like... you. Wait a minute. You, do, you have liked almost all of these? Yeah. I can't tell. Your face isn't letting us know.
4: Those earlier albums, I... There's a lot of songs that I just had forgotten about. Okay. And then just hearing them again, I, I love them. Oh, Sound, Sound the Bugle? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> she only likes that one because she knows what's coming after that. Yeah. The horse is going to... I
2: almost dead. watched the movie just in preparation. <laughs> no, Honestly, no. I thought about it for a little oh
5: bit. Oh, my so. God.
1: I think it is on Netflix. Oh, sure it is. Well,
5: they have a TV series now on Netflix
1: of oh. it. Really? DreamWorks. You think his music's in it? No. I think they <laughs> rewrote the whole story. I think they made it good. All right. We're moving on to Brian Adams. Uh, his, it's his eleventh album, and the album is called Eleven. Do you yeah. like do you like that album cover? That's fine, yeah. Yeah, I like that album cover. It's it's very reminiscent of uh, Waking Up the Neighbors. He's in a silhouette.
2: Room service track.
1: Not not
5: really in a silhouette. He's well, like, you know what I mean. Not right. He's in shadows a little a shadow bit. silhouette. He's in shadow silhouette. Uh, yeah, he's in like a nice suit, yeah, got a cool
1: guitar, yeah, yeah. It just says Brian Adams 11 across the yeah. front. Mm-hmm. All right, have you ever heard this album before, Alexi? Nope. Before, <laughs> <laughs> but, I
6: okay.
1: mean,
2: I have now in I, preparation, I, I once introduced again.
1: you to some new music, you did
2: so. And, and once again, I'm listening to Brian Adams in a 2018 uh world, so it might be different than had this had I listened to it back in what was it, 2010 years ago, eight, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, the world was different very different place. Uh, Okay. So my first one from this would be, I thought I'd seen everything.
1: Co written with uh Robert John Lang, he yeah, produced yeah. that song.
2: I like the verse once again much more than the chorus. Reminds me of um In These Arms
1: by uh Bon Jovi, which oh, yeah, yeah. you know, just kind of starts off slow and then he gets louder and higher. I'm gonna play a song that was actually on the deluxe edition, Ooh, it's a bonus track. Interesting. And Kyle, we're gonna go with Miss America, we're gonna play that one first. Here we go. It was a-
0: Team
2: okay i like it. it reminded me of uh the verse reminded me of swinging from uh tom petty I'm oh sure. yeah I know yeah, yeah i don't know why
1: that's a good song swinging oh yeah um, it's better than this song it's tom petty well okay but i mean is is the worst tom petty song better than the best brian adams song no <laughs> is the best tom petty song better than the best brian adams song? no all right what if I just started to name all different songs? <laughs> is American Girl better than... <laughs> What's the best Tom Petty song? What's your favorite Tom Petty song? I love Breakdown. Breakdown is great. There's, there's a
2: guitar type of solo that actually I, I can appreciate. Yeah. and like We were talking about how I, I don't yeah. gravitate to guitar solos. But.
1: What's your favorite Tom Petty song, Kyle? Hmm... I have
5: to look.
2: And Don't Do Me Like That, I love that, because it's a much more yeah. pop song yeah. as opposed to just a...
1: Re- Rebels is my favorite, I think. What? <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's a great song. Yeah. Not- Pick picked me up in the morning and paid all my tickets? I like Even the Losers. Oh, that's good. Oh. That's good. You know what? I, no, I'm wrong. That's not my favorite Tom Petty. But my favorite Tom Petty song is Here Comes My Girl. That's, that's my favorite good. Tom Petty song. What's your favorite Tom Petty song, Suzanne?
4: The Waiting.
1: Sorry, we ran out of time. The The Waiting is great too. Here comes my girl. That's
5: good. It's the hardest part. good.
1: Yep. That one's
5: good.
2: I I can, see that one, I'm okay with Tom Petty kind of freestyling, rapping, talking, you know, all out of sync, I love that.
1: I just love, you know, sometimes I don't know why, but this whole town just feels so hopeless. It's good. I just love it. I love
2: it. Do you feel that this town is hopeless? The one, LA? the one that we're in we're in la recording this
1: mm, i mean no because i met my wife here I, my kids were born here the, the kids are good everything's everything's good i'm i'm always in a good mood usually so no it, i don't think it like it's a bad hopeless. rap at
2: times i think so it like, can be hopeless I'm like yeah like anytime, any right?
1: town can be i mean you can drive around to areas and feel just you know sure it can feel hopeless a lot there's a lot of homeless but, people it's um like i uh please don't cry pat I gave, uh, I gave money to, I'm not saying that I give, I'm not making myself sound like I'm amazing because I gave a homeless person money the other day, but the sign that the kid had, his dad was in, you know, that could be a scam, but the sure. sign just said his dad was in a wheelchair and the kid looked filthy. And the sign said, my dad and I are struggling. That's, that's tough. That is tough.
2: You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to qualify saying something like that or apologize. I, mean, I, know. We, I know. we live in the day the I know, day but I, age where I just, you, have you, know, to, you feel you uh, yeah. have to do it. But Yeah.
1: I've said to my daughters many times, because like, they, they notice and they see things, and, and I, I've said this on the show before too, but you know, one day they saw me give money to someone, and they're like, why did you give money to that person? And I said, because we just came out of Starbucks, and we're each drinking a $5 drink that none of us need, and that person doesn't have anything. Or at least they're putting out to me that they don't have anything. That stuff. All right, so let's hear. Um, I don't know. Let's hear something. I like, didn't
5: tune in to be guilt tripped.
2: <laughs> you know, you know when I uh, when I when I'm listening to you guys uh, on the pod. Uh, I don't know if there's other people out there that are doing this. They mm-hmm. might be doing it right now. Okay. and they will understand this. You know, you can speed up uh, pods, mm-hmm. and so I do it just out of efficiency. Sometimes yeah, I listen yeah. to you guys fast. How, you, you sound awesome <laughs> at, at one and a half
3: times. Oh, nice. Speed. Yeah, <laughs> check and it out.
1: You, you know what else? He also sounds good muted. <laughs> so try that. Uh let's just move on off of 11. I want to I want to play okay, I want to play a happy song. Cool. I think you have this one too. Yep. Uh Do you have You've been a friend to me? I do. I do. This is a fun song. Let's okay, hear this. So we so. both have this one.
0: If you say up I sit down with the most unlikely pair. Up or
1: down. This is a sitcom theme. <laughs> This is a song that Donkey yeah, and Shrek sing to each other.
3: <laughs> Leave clap.
0: Yeah, God in to me. And I ain't too proud to say you've been a friend to me.
1: I think that was actually from a Robin Williams movie. Really? Old really? Dogs. I think it was. What's it was from Road Dogs? Old Dogs. Old, Old dogs. dogs. Who's in that? Tell me. <laughs> oh, it's... Is it is that Tim Allen? Nope, Travolta.
5: Yep, Travolta. Who else? And Robin Williams. Just the two of them? Yeah, it's uh, Walt Disney's old dogs, and the the uh, <laughs> the tagline is "Sit, Stay, Play, Dad."
1: Oh, play Jesus dad. Christ!
5: <laughs> yes. So this is the
1: covers album, right? Is this uh, uh, that was one. That was on. It was released as a single, but then he threw it on the covers album right. because this covers album is abysmal in my opinion i mean it's abysmal but he wrote that one he wrote that one and he wrote another one on the covers album called she knows me she knows me. let's hear that one and then we'll then we'll listen to some subpar covers Uh, (laughs) but i like this song
0: winds will come and winds will go and the seasons always change But the light that shimmers in her eyes stays the same Yeah, the sun will shine and the moon will glow And the world will all
1: I like that one.
2: I don't like it as much as you've been a friend of me. So,
1: no, no, because no, because okay. when I re- hear you've been a friend of me, I think of that old dogs movie, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Oh, so I have, good. I have it it's, on four K. The
5: same guy, the same director, Walt Becker directed that and Wild Hogs, which you were also, which is the one you were. Oh, thinking who's of. in
1: Wild Hogs? Tell me this cast. Tim Allen. Yuck. Travolta. No, uh, T- Travolta's in two
5: <laughs> yeah. dogs and hogs. Lots of hogs. Okay. Uh, Martin Lawrence. Okay. William H Macy.
1: Oh, that, that th- those actors don't even uh, seem like they should be in the same I've, room together. I'm not joking, because
5: I worked at the movie theater when this came out. We had this movie for six months. I'm not kidding, because people just kept coming to see it at did our you, Did you
1: eventually see it? No. You want to watch it tonight?
5: <laughs> kind of. It's
1: got to be on Netflix. I
5: probably have seen the whole movie just in bits and pieces. I've
1: seen it. How is it?
2: It's a road trip, trip type of thing, coming up, of age growing whatever look it
1: up on rotten tomatoes and tell me what the Ray Liotta's in it too Ray Liotta he's also on Chantix he's trying to quit smoking (laughs) (laughs) I was beating my wife and she said I got to get on Chantix (sighs) this has a 14% 14% Alexi Lawless says it's okay
6: It's all right. Did you watch it's, it with your kids?
1: No, no, no. You
2: watched it alone? No, it's, it's an airplane movie. I, I was I saw it on a plane. Most of my movies way, I see it on an airplane.
1: The other day when you were you posted a picture from the plane, mm-hmm. and it looked like your knees were right into the seat it in was, front of you. Yeah. you you're not flying first class? I am most of the time. That day you weren't not. That day I was I wasn't. Yeah. Do you get recognized on the planes? Sure.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very. Here, I'm gonna do what I told you not sure. to do: is apologize or qualify anything. Okay. I, I. I am very, very fortunate to do what I do and to travel in the way that I do. So.
1: No, no, no. It's uh, no. Be any. Any. Anyone in the entertainment industry, you have to be.
5: uh it's a lot of what, hey, Richard, Richard Roper said it's bland and forgettable. It would probably do okay when it plays on a plane. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. There you go. That's why I see.
2: Almost all of my movies are on the.
1: Plane. What were your choices that day on the plane? That movie or no, no movie? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. This um. Garth Franklin just says no. <laughs> you guys have had some
2: of those. I've seen. I've, I've seen some of your.
5: What
1: no. A, no. Yeah.
2: All right. Rock do, solid. No. no.
1: No. Do you like anything on Tracks of My Tears? This. Covers albums are tough because
2: um, I mean I, I had to pick two and like I <laughs> like you, I picked You've been a friend to me because I think it's a good song. And it's not a cover, it's the one that's not a cover. It's not a cover. And I just uh, I, earlier I, I talked about the Beatles, so uh, or you know, um, you know, comparing them to, yeah. to classics or, or in there and there. Um, so what did I pick? I picked uh, oh I picked rock and roll music, uh, from Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Just
0: let me hear some on that rock and roll.
1: It's just so, it's like, so, excuse me, so subpar. Like all the, and I I picked the, I picked the, uh, I picked the tracks in my tears.
0: It's
1: like karaoke. Yeah. Okay, turn it off, turn it off. Can't do it.
2: And, you know, he he did also the God Only Knows thing, which seems to be. The thing to do on a cover's album for a lot of people, so don't don't mess with that.
1: Well, we're 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 wrapping it up here with with 2015's "Get Up," which was produced by Jeff Lynne, and this was one of the this album was one of the biggest disappointments for me of the year 2015 of the whole year. This was the biggest disappointment. So you were looking forward to this as soon as I anticipation. As soon as I saw that Jeff Lynne was producing. A Brian Adams album. Right. I love Jeff Lynn. I, I mean, I love Brian Adams. I love Jeff Lynn. I thought, oh, f- holy crap, this is going to be amazing. And then I started to read more about it. Like Brian would send Jeff the tapes. Like they were never in the room together. Right. And Seems then like a problem. Th- yeah. And then this thing, I, I was so excited. And um, I even went. They did a. They did one of those things at the Grammy Museum where uh, Brian Adams. They interview him. And then he said. Then they said. And he's then he's going to play. And um, he had his whole band there. They sang four songs. The whole band set up. He sang two songs off this. Also in that interview, he said, people are going to love this album. It rocks a- as much as Reckless does. I'm like, don't, no, don't, don't say that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't say that about anything. No, 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 don't do that. Um, but
2: you, you like Jeff Lynne as a producer? Because if I do like Jeff I'm do looking Lynn. at this, he, he only wrote on one of these. So maybe you like him producer slash writer. Had he been involved in the actual writing process, maybe it would have, maybe it would have turned out different. May,
1: maybe, but I mean, I like his, I like, yeah, when he produces like Tom Petty and... Th- I know that he makes the artist sound like a Jeff Lynn solo album too. I do know that, like some songs but on here... there's only so much
2: he can do if the song is the well, song. If he's yes. not participating in actual
1: writing the song. But he, some songs in this album sound like a, a traveling Wilbury song. Okay. But, um, but then there's a song on here that's one of my... Th- Fi- favorite Brian Adams songs. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh,
2: bury the lead. Beautiful.
1: I mean all right, go. So uh let's hear uh Brand New Day. I love this song. That sounds like the Wilburys. That's great, that's great. but no, it's, it's a great song.
2: It, that, the get up line and the, that's, yeah. then, then I'm in. I'm, I have no problem with it. Remind me of uh, um, who's Bruce Springsteen's wife, uh, Patti Scialfa? Uh, yeah, that Patty, Rumble Doll yeah. album that she that she had. I would have liked. To, there yeah, you go. That's my
1: wife. Wa- my wife <laughs> Patti. Like I tell her, I go, get out of the house. Do your own thing. You don't need to be on stage with me anymore. Get your <laughs> look. I don't come in the kitchen. So don't come in the studio when I'm in there.
2: Wow. You, you, so your, your, your version of Bruce is, is
1: misogynist. S- yeah. Se- Sex is misogynist. Absolutely. Misogynous. Okay, I tell, God. I go, look, you need to form your own band. You call it the B street band and you, everyone knows what the B stands for. She's not nice. She's a battle ax. Got all my money. I didn't want kids. We got three. How do you think that happened? She made me do it.
5: <laughs> I, I hate, I, but, I don't like this album cover. I thought you
1: were going to say I hate you. No.
5: You don't like that album cover? No, because the, the, the arrow should mm-hmm. be next to the up. It's, it's weird down there. How many album covers have you designed? I never asked you that before. Well, <laughs> judging by this, I could get a job easily. <laughs> and the arrow's a different color than the other font. It's just slightly off. <laughs> Take your dropper tool and copy Ooh, the same listen colors. to this
2: guy now with the dropper. You know there were discussions as to where to put the arrow. Oh. and the a the a, or the a gets lost in his hand over there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah.
1: Since I got I married, I have no say in any of my album covers. Oh. She does it all, and you know who I'm talking about.
2: I, I, I think I might have asked you this before. I know you guys talk yeah. a lot about album covers, mm-hmm. but once again... 2018 does it does it really matter to you yes why
5: because that's that's still like a, the thumbnail that you see right yeah and doesn't i guess i guess it doesn't matter as much like the back or like a gatefold type thing but like the first that jpeg you need that jpeg yeah to be Something. like it's like having a thumbnail on a video. Yeah, but when has that ever drawn you
2: in to listen to an album in the way that it did for previous generations where you pull, it, pull the vinyl out and um, then it's like, oh my God, if i got to have this.
5: I will say, if I'm scrolling through a new band, mm-hmm. I'll usually look at all their album covers and I'll, try, I'll play a track from the coolest looking one. Really?
2: Yeah. I think you're in the minority.
5: Probably. Massive
2: even. minority. I love it. I, I, I love <laughs> that, that you care about that, but really you should probably just put a, put a pink just you know the, the jump or neon green mm-hmm.
1: but now you you design you have album cover mm-hmm. you I like your album cover it's a fun album cover for the new album
2: thank you I, I yeah I take but I do it taking the time with the recognition that it's coming out in 2018 and while I would love to have a bunch of Kyle's running around I know that that's not the case
1: mm-hmm. or maybe that would soon good. you will your kids will be old enough to have an opinion they will
2: <laughs> if I let them <laughs> believe me they have them already they want nothing to do with me uh
1: when it comes to music or, or pretty much anything. The time. album is called Get Up. What do you have for us? You had uh, you had Brand New Day. Also. I did have Brand New you, Day because I think can it was you not?
2: A, it was a, it's a good song. And then uh, my second one was uh, You Belong to Me.
5: Brand Day is the last song on this album?
1: Yes. Now, here's what I want to tell you about this album. It's got nine songs. It clocks in at 26 minutes. The two songs that we played, Alexi and I picked the same two songs. The first song and the last song. This is a shit sandwich. <laughs> because <laughs> what's in between those songs is not
5: memorable. It's not no. good. Yeah, yeah, you didn't even pick the song that Jeff Lynne co-wrote. No.
1: Nope. <sighs> All right, so now before we close it out, I do I do have two more songs because Brian Adams, being Brian Adams, he released yet another greatest hits package called The Ultimate Brian Adams. Oh, look what? at that douchebag on that cover. That's a pretty bad cover. How many, How many greatest hits is it? Jeez, a lot. He has an anthology. He's got uh, So Far So Good. Just, I know, chilling out. But uh, so the two new songs, and uh, these... I just bought these on iTunes and they're not great. First one's called Ultimate Love. Sounds like an outtake from get up.
0: Why can't we all just get alone? I say
1: yeah. Yeah. We can make it happen,
0: we can make it better. There's just one where we got to live together.
5: I say yeah. Alright. <laughs>
1: That's liable to start World War Three <laughs> <laughs> Because of that song? Yes. Yeah. And then the he's other... so apathetic about it, too. The other song is yeah. called... The other song is called Please Stay, and I guess that was written because his wife said, "You, I'm leaving unless you stop recording these, this music.
0: <laughs> we shared a special moment. <laughs> I think you felt it, too. He's, he's
1: doing it again. Kyle's <laughs> eyeballs rolled out of I his head.
0: More, right now this is the best... Of-
5: Oh, I believe it.
1: If
0: I gave you too little, too late.
1: I threw these tracks together. I was I I was under obligation from the record label.
0: want to
6: you
5: And that's like at the last that's the second to last song. We've already stayed. Oh. <laughs> Outstayed.
1: So that's that's the most recent output from brian adams are those two thong- says thongs a, two songs TV,
5: 2017 says there's a tba new album potentially it says 2018 but that's not gonna happen that's not year.
1: gonna well unless he drops it right before the holidays when everyone loves to buy their music for christmas right is he doing a christmas album i don't know Maybe. Oh, that's got to be the next thing right mm-hmm. yes that's,
2: we haven't had that yet well, or no. he, he did a couple christmas songs well i so do like
1: a- yeah i do like his song christmas time yeah. That's a. That's one of my favorite it's Christmas albums. Really yeah. Really
5: one. Really good
1: one. Yeah. Shatner's doing a Christmas album.
5: Really? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. What did I say what
5: it should be called? What did I say? When... Uh, it was like a. What? Who I... gives a shat? I think. <laughs> it Merry Christmas. Who gives a. Shit?
1: <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's go around the horn. Alexi, where can we find all things about Alexi? Do you have a website?
2: Uh, I don't have a website. I. I've, Facebook. I have okay. um, Twitter, mostly Twitter, on Twitter. mostly on Twitter. Um, and
1: you do like uh, some Q&A stuff. I live. do all
2: sorts of stuff. I have a podcast uh, yeah. called State of the Union um, about soccer mm-hmm. each and every week. Actually, tomorrow morning I will be recording that. Uh, I continue to work for Fox. I uh, continue to put out music, continue to have a good time and uh, try to figure it all out. And uh, raise your kids, live your life. um, Thank you so much for for having me. I I always enjoy this so much. You are one of our favorites and it's been way
1: too long since you were here. Um, So we'll have you back soon.
2: You're doing, you're doing uh, And there's plenty of people that would would echo this out there on their runs right now or in their cars or on their walks or something like that. What you guys do on a continual basis, by the way, the amount of content that you're able to crank out is wonderful and it is appreciated by everybody because it's, it's, it's so much fun and it, it spans so many different people and so many walks of life and it's great because it, you know it's 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 brought me to meet you uh, yes. and and to be involved and so thank you so much for everything well, that you
1: thank do. you and uh, i appreciate that and we you know we just i tell people we just have fun here that's what we like yep. to do and we hope that it comes through the mics and into your ears and that you're having fun too so uh suzanne where's your twitter
4: uh at s dillingham
1: at s dillingham i'm at pat underscore francis we are at rock solid show kyle you are at Kyle Dotson Funny, Mm -hmm. RockSolidPodcast.com. That's where you're going to find out about the Patreon page and the t-shirts and all the good stuff. So uh, thank you, Alexi. Thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you, Kyle. And we're going to play out with the song that we agreed upon earlier, Cuts Like a Knife.